Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about? That. All right, Joseph. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. And you're like, what do you mean? You were here last time. Well, you're back in a different way, I can tell. Because mm-hmm. Twitter was quiet for like oh, three or yes. four days. <laughs> a little louder now. Well, are you t- you're talking about that, right? You're back. Yeah, your yeah, t- yeah, yeah. In the New York mood. He's back. <laughs> that's a great song. That, what? Well, that's an Ace Freely song, but it's a cover. I forget um, what who did the original, but Ace Freely covered that for his solo album. Oh, wait, is it like one of the, is it the weird, remember those like four Kiss solo albums? Yeah. The member got their own. New York Groove was on his. So like when they put out their own album with the, like Catman and the rest of the band help, they're like, nah, you're on your own. I think a lot of it was studio musicians, um, if I remember right. Uh, I'll tell you, I look, I love old project. Yeah, I love old Kiss. But if you listen to like Hard Luck Woman and Beth and some of their kind of like power ballad stuff, it was pretty schmaltzy. I mean, there you could tell that they brought in like studio musicians for a lot of shit. So I think, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm not a huge Kiss fan, but uh, I like some I, of their old stuff. I just remember as a kid seeing Kiss and they all dressed up like demons and monsters or whatever. Yeah. And then you hear their music and it's just kind of like, it's rock and roll. Generic hard rock. Like yeah. it's not even like I mean they have some songs that are really good, but overall it's like not heavy. Well, I'll tell you, I made the mistake of listening to Kiss Alive first. And Kiss Alive, their first live album, was really good and it was hard. Like they a lot of their songs sounded real hard and heavy, and yeah, it was yeah. like good rock. And then I Love went back, Gun's a great song. It's a great song to listen to with my son. Yeah, love gun. Says, what's love gun about? And I tell him gun control. Gun control. control. Uh, well, Cold Gin was on that, and God of Th- it was a bunch of great songs. Detroit Rock City. Yeah, and um, then you go back and listen to the studio album album versions, and they're really underwhelming. I thought uh, the the live stuff is great. It's more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. There's like, well, this we're not here to talk about Kiss. No, no, no. That's it. That's for Joseph's other podcast <laughs> called The Demon Hour with Joseph K. Right, right. The Demon's Pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Cat use my Man's real Corner. name on that. I'm the cat, I'm... the cat, Peter Crip, the Catman's Corner. Uh, uh, let's see what other Star Childs. Well, um, I do the entire uh, show in my Ace Freely voice from Phantom of the Park. Uh, <laughs> Which is like was, I thought it was the cat man who got like Shaggy's voice. One of them had Shaggy's no, voice. No, no, it was it was Ace Freely. And um, yes, and I don't go by my real name, I go by Cock Commander. That's uh just the a person. Cock Commander. Hey everyone, it's me, Cock Commander, back in, <laughs> yes. back in action. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, so I'm back on Twitter. Um, I had to go back and respond to some of the tweets that I saw <laughs> that I could not you were like dragging tweets out from like three four days earlier yeah a week ago and they're just too funny it's like yeah. the crowder one was just hysterical i think we yeah. talked about that last mm-hmm. because like it's, it's like it's a fucking come on it's right like, yeah it's, 
the Bobert one about we'll talk about that later. I think I, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot. Funny. All right, so what do we got to talk about? We got a lot. We got, uh, we're going to talk some pop culture stuff first. We're going to talk She-Hulk. Um, I finally saw Thor Love and Thunder. Um, we're going to talk the Game of Thrones prequel, which is called House of the Dragon. Um, we're going to talk about some big uh, dark, by, dark Brandon victories. Uh, student loan debt relief uh, came out today. Um, he slipped some greenhouse laws into his uh, big legislation for uh, that came out a week or two ago that people are starting to notice. Well, we it was basically written into the into the thing that was voted in that will counteract against uh, what the Supreme Court did with the EPA. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really it's it's very funny. Um, we're talking about the primaries uh, and um, uh, some other things associated with the primaries, Trump related. We're going to talk about uh, the, the Mueller memo getting um, released a day or so ago. We're going to talk about Trump's affidavits getting released tomorrow. Um, we're going to talk about uh, the fact that no Texas politicians are talking about abortion, even though... They, yeah, the they're... law went into effect today in Texas, right? The yeah. The anti-abortion law is now yeah. in full effect in Texas today. Yep. Yeah. None of them are. None of them are praising it. None of them are going on there, proud of it. They're... I'll tell you, we'll talk more about it later, but I looked all day at like Greg Abbott, Ken Ted Paxton. Cruz, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz. Like, uh, we celebrate life and I don't think so, but I, he, he, that wouldn't have surprised me because he's like a federal official. Um, Let's see. But, I'm going to look up Ted Cruz. Ted shitbag Cruz. Yeah. Uh, no, no, that doesn't come up. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Let's see. Ted Cruz. I like how they have two accounts, and there's the casual Ted Cruz where he's yeah. sitting there, and he's just like doing his podcast because he's a fucking dork. He's uh, to say that partial birth abortions the most constitutional American and Texas thing to do is simply bizarre. Beto previously said there is nothing more American than kneeling during a national anthem. This is truly radical definition of what's meant to be an American. Shut the fuck up. Well, uh, we're gonna talk about um. Trump versus DeSantis, uh, kind of a, a preview of that. And then we're going to finish up with a, a kind of an interesting group of stories. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has said she's been swatted twice. Yeah, uh, that's, that seems sus. sus. It does. Uh, Lauren Bober is sad that um, Democrats don't want MAGA chuds as roommates when they go off to college. Yeah, no, well, we'll talk about that. And then we're talking about a, a weird story. I, I don't I, I understand the basics of it. There's some there's some kind of like weirdness to it that's a little unclear, but uh it's basically the story of a uh a scandal that's been kind of unraveling. It was a fire chief took a firefighter to a party on Juneteenth that happened to be a racist party. The and fire then, chief took uh, the fireman to the party, the fireman happens to be a black man. Yes. And, and then uh, he was at a incredibly stereotypically racist uh, party that happened to be on Juneteenth. Yeah. Uh, so, and uh, that's been getting around. There's just some really ridiculous things that have come out from it. Like they're funny, but not funny. Like, uh, yeah, it's more like these people are idiots. And 
It's it's it is a it's a funny story. Like not for the uh, man, not for right. Yeah, we'll, we'll not get funny. Into ha it. ha. It's yeah, it's, we'll, it's yeah. Anyway, know, okay. Let's wait till later so we have the actual context. Yes. In or not. <laughs> there we go. All right. So um, you don't want Joseph to get like somebody come in, clip him, and him <laughs> saying, "Yeah, GMT thing." Right. Good satire. So the first first thing up, I guess, um, I watched. I just watched uh, She Hulk not that long ago. The second episode, yes, yeah. starring uh, uh, cousin Larry. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, who that was. Jen Walters went to cousin Larry, and they did the dance of joy. Yeah, she jumped in his arms, you know, to catch, <laughs> and broke his spine. That well, this man, this episode went by quickly. Like, it, they're okay, so it's nine episodes, so. This is a truly more of a 22 to 30 minute yeah. show. Um, yeah, it went by pretty quick. Not a lot of action, really. More of just like, you know, so the way the last episode ended was Titania, who has broken, caused some shit. She all yep. punched her, saved the day. But because it's a lawyer show, too, and the, and she's a lawyer. She's like a celebrity now. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. Um, but it's funny because it's a world where like Thanos took half the planet away. So people aren't like 100% shocked. You know right. what I mean? They're not yes. like, this isn't like a show where She-Hulk exists in a, a vacuum with no other characters. So, right. you know, you've already had like aliens invade New York and like a robot try to drop the city in yeah. Europe. Uh, Wakanda came out as like an actual existing well, uh, like ci uh, city from the future, you know. And they so, talked to the they talk about uh, what is the woman's name, Tatiana? They talk about her being like a celebrity, uh, like a uh, superhero influencer and stuff. I mean, they, so they, they also, oh, uh, like, yeah, they totally. I'm curious how they're gonna change her character because her character in the comics, I don't really know too much about her backstory, but her origin. Is in the Secret Wars miniseries, mm -hmm. um, which they are going to do. They did announce a Avengers Secret Wars, yeah. um, so they're going to have to change her origin a bit because you know she's not appearing in the Secret Wars movie that's going to come out in a couple of years. Yeah. She's and exists now. They didn't really have her again. They only mentioned her and said that she's yeah she's like an internet influencer. Yeah. Probably a piece of shit. Like most of the influencers usually are. But, usually but there, there's like, like some terrible. street. We know that they're doing like some street level characters. So you're right. The, the, Did you see the marketing they're doing though? With the movie, mm -hmm. but with the show, this is like weird. Like real life. They had the actress go, and people were like filming it of her defacing the She-Hulk studio. The studio made like a, a like like a wall art or something. Yeah. Or like a like a not a not the science the highway traffic sign not the signs you see on the highway right but like one on a wall and she defaces it and puts Titania across oh. it so it's like some cool like marketing cool. like yeah, yeah. like we're like well this is a fake right and they had her dressed I I don't know if it was the actual actress but they had somebody dressed up as Titania that's cool like the outfit she was wearing and everything yeah that's kind of cool they didn't really you don't really. We probably won't know until like the next episode full out that is or what the deal with her is. Yeah. Um, 
obviously she'll be back. They casted her, made a big deal about the the actress from yeah. the good place. So she'll be in a couple episodes, I would imagine. Now this one involves her. She so basically like the lawyers like your her boss fires her, tells her. Yeah, you, we can't have you people. in front of a jury. Yeah, you save the people, but you also influence the jury. <laughs> you know, we can't. You know, it's unethical, and also, you know, there was like a bunch of lawyer words to use. Yeah, yeah. So she was fired, and no one would hire her, right? Because that same reason. Um, but then she gets. This is straight out of the comics. This was from like She Hulk volume three or whatever i bought this series back in like two early like 2007 or whatever it was really good actually she gets hired by this superhero law firm and she does all these like crazy cases and they basically tell her like no we're hiring you specifically to, yeah like, be shield you're in charge of our superhero division well that was the thing i think the twist was they wanted her to be jen because oh, okay. in the comics she was always she hulk and for years she was like stuck as she right, eventually right. she was able to turn back into her her former like her normal self and they want i don't know i gotta like go back and read it but i think they like switched it in the show he yeah. basically, new boss basically says you're running the superior division and we want you as she hulk you have to be she hulk when you're the whole time cases. yeah like when you're here when you're doing the cases it's interesting because like okay so and I wonder how they're going to do this because in the the Hulk, he wrestles with losing. He loses control and he becomes this rage monster, or the you know the original version yeah, yeah. of Hulk. He becomes a out of control rage monster where, and he says like he's not really driving the wheel. There's another personality, right? Right. There's another. It, it, there's a whole like I don't know. You know they definitely setting up a hulk movie here because the end of this episode spoilers are spoilers yeah yeah she's on the phone with her cousin and he has one appearance and i guess that's it i have a feeling he's not gonna be i long. agree they made basically it. says she's like well you gotta he says like her that because he said you're gonna get a name like the fact that he's smart right. hulk or whatever. it's like i didn't make that name up. Yeah. Someone gave it. but she said like you use it so it was like a lawyer talking right, right. Kind of in the first episode. She called him Smug Hulk. Smug yeah, Smug Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Um, she said that um he's like, What did they call you? He's like, She Hulk. He's like, actually, that's a really great name. And uh, but then he said, She's like, You coming out to LA? And he's like, No, nah, I actually gotta take care of some business. And you see him in that ship that showed up that caused the car right. accident. In the first episode, yeah. So he's heading to the car, which means I guess they're probably going to announce it. Uh, they do D23, Disney. Does D23, yeah. which is their big... They're going to announce like everything. They announced a little bit of Whole H in, in Comic-Con. And they're going to announce... So they're probably going to announce World War Hulk. Which right. basically this spins right out of. Uh, and he's probably going to have a son. And he might... This is... You know, he says he was there for two years. But the reality is that... Because time is yeah. weird there. Because the game master or something, whatever is it, the Jeff Goldblum character, who was like a million years old, he wouldn't be that old on another planet because time moves so weird in there. So he's probably going to come back and he's going to have a grown ass son. And right. He's find out the Hulk had a relationship with some woman, which is straight out of the comic Planet Hulk. Uh, so that's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. Finally, maybe we'll get an actual Hulk movie. We'll probably maybe learn more about it because time could be dedicated to him. That 
and this is going to be one of those things where like it was in the comics it was revealed that he was abused by his, his father was abusive they kind of touched on it in the 2003 movie nick nolte played his dad yeah oh, yeah i remember that shit. yeah he was very abusive to him um so they'll probably touch on that and probably why he has more of a dissociate what's it called the dissociative identity disorder yeah and he yeah. has all those different personalities brewing at him and but the she-hulk thing is different because it's like she's the same unlike bruce who didn't really get the benefit when he would get he would, when he turns into hulk it's tragic because it's like he can't control himself right. and he'll wake up and like see a city destroyed and he probably killed like 100 people because it's, it's like there's no control over this thing but her she's in she's it's her all the time but she still has this weird dual identity where people it's kind of like teen wolf yeah 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 when marty marty mcfly right that's his name right no uh i forget his name in team michael wolf. j fox yeah i don't I think remember his name was in teen wolf he, i think his name was literally when he's teen a human wolf. they call him teen teen i think teen, that was his teen, name but, yeah teen boy <laughs> right teen, teen, bo yeah. teen boy and then, and then he becomes teen wolf right right and we're like we don't want teen boy we want <laughs> teen wolf but like right it is the plot of the movie the classic cinematic masterpiece yeah. teen wolf and uh but she's like i think she's gonna go through something different where it's like even though she is she hulk it's like it's not her like you know what i mean i can like, see that yeah it's like you know when she goes to there's a great scene in the episode when she goes home that's when you see yeah she, by, that guy's awesome I yeah i name, i knew i'm like i know this guy but i i didn't spend a lot of time trying to figure he it was out. great in the leftovers oh yeah that, do you remember how like he did you see the whole, all three seasons yeah i i was a little underwhelmed by it but um it was good i mean it, it was it well was the first show. season they only showed like his face in something in the background because it yeah. was like a sighting supposedly every member of like three percent of the population dies and everyone on uh perfect strangers a show <laughs> a random show that like i remember I right yeah yeah and marklin baker that's the actor um he they're spotted and he was supposed to be dead and then you find out he was in hiding because he was like why am i the only one alive and right like, and he, he's the one that like teaches the main character about like how you can go to that other universe where everyone yeah. went, basically um so he was a big part of that he was he, he's just like an actor i think that like i'm glad he's in this he's great in this as her dad yeah um but there's a great dinner scene and it's just That's like really funny and like that guy's and keeps talking one, about I don't Hawkeye. Know, some, what <laughs> the guy keeps talking about Hawkeye in his arrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Where does he get that? Does he go back and take them? Like, what did he do with the arrows? Does he go get yeah. them? Or he pick them up? There are some really funny parts, but the best is uh the mom makes like a snide comment about her hair and saying like, yeah. she, like she hulks because right. like, her hair is different when she's she hulk. Yeah. And I always say like some person like on Twitter was like some person who like hating on it or whatever. It was, like, why is her hair different? I'm like, why is she seven feet tall? Right. That's the thing why that bothers you. You know, she green and seven. He, she's literally grows three feet. Has yeah. a totally different body and has like. <laughs> uh, that's the thing you focus on. <laughs> her uh, hair, but it is, I thought that was really funny. Actually, I was like, yeah. the that episode. I it, like it's great because it was like she gets hired by the law firm. 
I love the oh, she gets the big case is yep. uh email Blonsky. Yeah. Abomination. And that shit is fucking funny. The haikus. And then she's yeah. talking to Bruce Banner on the phone. <laughs> he's like, he and he's really like he sent me. Yeah, we're actually kind of cool. You know, it was like, it was like, you know, because more MCU, they are following the timeline. Yeah. And we are uh now caught up with like endgame almost next year right be, like, where everything everything's caught up with the endgame timeline which was 2023 <laughs> and uh so he's like yeah it was like fucking 15 years ago that we fought you right know? <laughs> like and you know i love the whole emo blonsky saying like you know i was like the game pumped me with like yeah makes you know, sense like, they basically told me i was going to be like the next captain america i yeah. like how he's like his past is so convoluted. He was like Russian, then he worked right. in the military. He's, he's on loan to, and they changed it because in the comics, he's just a Russian guy. Yeah, okay. Like he's just straight up from Russia. Like the whole like, so you know, Cold War sure. era character was introduced in the late sixties, the Abomination. So you're talking like, so it's like Cold War villain. He's the evil smarter. He was basically like an evil smarter Hulk when he was yeah. introduced. I always liked that character. It was like a cool, like he was more in control. He was more, he was more cunning, you know, yeah. pretty much that pretty much as powerful. Um, so yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, the haiku thing. And then <laughs> Bruce is like, she's telling him like, don't do that. Like, right. yeah, like just coming for you. But then Bruce is like, yeah, he sent me, it was, like, it was really good. I like, they're like buddies. I thought that was great. But the mess is the ending. They show oh, you yeah. the clip from Shang Chi, right? Yeah, he was he escaped and because was doing this fight. Which means next week, what's his face is going to show Wong. up because he's yeah. in the trailer. Wong shows up because Wong was doing some fucking shyster shit at yeah. uh, where he would. They were doing like he would break so out abomination in the middle of the night, have him go to his fight club, and then put him back in jail the next morning. You know, and it was uh, like immediately he opened up yeah. a portal. Like, Five, well, like he was probably gone like 20 minutes <laughs> and then um yeah but it's it's funny because even in shang chi i remember talking to, we talked about it and i was kind of confused at the time because i was like abomination seemed like a good dude in this you know he seemed like kind of a well he seemed like he's not his shit more together and not i wouldn't say he was good but he, he was wasn't probably bad. still in prison because mm. but clearly him and Wong were running a scheme. Yeah. Because they were like, you know, you really punched me there. Right. You, weren't to, you, know, <laughs> you weren't supposed to actually hit me, you know, like, yeah. And uh, clearly, you know, they're making money. Wong probably say, like, he's got bills to pay. Right. He wasn't you know, a surgeon. The, what? He wasn't a yeah, surgeon. He's not a fancy surgeon like uh, Dr. Strange. Yeah. He's, you know, yeah. it's just a scheming little shit. <laughs> They have implied that. Um, yeah. So I thought that was great. I love the whole like, isn't a conflict of interest to like because he attacked my cousin, yeah. and they're like, no, nah, we don't give a shit. Yeah, we yeah, signed we a waiver. Care. We signed a waiver. Yeah. Oh, then he, this is great too. He's talking about his cellmates, the seven cellmates. Yeah. That's gonna be funny because I saw the clips and they show all the wacky villains like Porcupine <laughs> Man and like nice. some of these. Like I said, it's gonna. People, these are all real Marvel characters from yeah. like the 60s, 70s. Like they're gonna pull out all kinds of weird shit. And people are gonna make like tick comparisons, but it's like what yeah. do you think the tick was inspired right. by? 
Like right. the guy Bill Eglin, I think that's his name, who did the dick, probably yep. grew up reading 70s era Marvel. Where because yeah. 70s era Marvel books are interesting. That's when Shield comes in more in the late 70s, but like that's when you get Ghost Rider, Punisher, like there was like Blade the Vampire Hunter, all yeah. the crazy crazier shit, weirder shit, horror characters, werewolf by night. All oh, I, in the 70s. Yeah, I remember reading a lot. I was a big Marvel fan in the um, 70s. Nights from the 70s. Well, what? I just remember like Marvel stuff in the 70s when I was watching, uh, when I was reading them, like Thor and uh, Silver Surfer was a big one. It was just like super trippy shit. I mean, it was like real kind of out there. Thanos comes yeah. in during the 70s. Mm. Um, just Warlock. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy characters. It's all from the 70s era. So you get to see all these crazy characters. And uh I think like so I don't know. I'm I love this show. I don't care what people say. There's a lot yeah, of chugs like out lot. there. They're uh what did I say? Uh well one, I think these people never the they don't know the character. They're lying. This character is is acting exactly the way she is in the comics. Yeah. It's pretty comic faithful, yeah. It's like uh, what did I say? I, I wrote something basically like, you know, these people just hate. This is a, this is like how they make money, though. Like, like I said, um, where is it? I said Shiok is a great series. It's also a great series for right wing maga chud culture warrior YouTube grifters. MCU should get a licensing fee for how much money how much these grifters make from constantly lambasting their content. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then someone wrote, like, uh, what's their problem with She Hulk? I mean, she's a lawyer in the comic, too. And the one person wrote, she's a woman. That's all. <laughs> they said half their revenue be wiped out if Marvel Extended Universe didn't exist. I said, they always have Star Wars. And yeah. if they needed any new Star and then if they needed any new Star Trek series, basically whatever generates the most money in fandom. I mean, that's yeah. they just react to, like, you know, it's like fucking Care Bears was the biggest thing they would be they would be going on about it, you know? Yeah, there's always something with them. But uh I like the show. I don't know where I don't know where it's gonna go. I do like that, you know, it's kinda cool too, like your know, Hulk is kinda like on his own thing now. So yeah. I mean she's forced to kinda like have to train now or really learn what she's doing i do like the whole i think it's kind of funny when she turns to she hulk she uh takes her shoes off because she's yeah. in her room yeah i mean she's got to get some new shoes and she's like i have to get i have to get a whole new wardrobe like yeah a seven foot tall woman i think it's uh, a lot of the little details right it reminds me a little bit i don't know why but like of when angel went to work for wolfram and Hart. that's what i said last said week i said it like yeah you're gonna get a lot of that you're gonna see like because that was what it was great and that bill england from the tick i think i'm not saying his name right he was working he worked on that season oh, so okay a lot of these like crazy like weird demons and shit that yeah. they dealt with the Walmart, that people like this is like shit out of the tick cartoon yeah that'll be nice so like there's like an, a humorous uh edge to the whole thing um what I was gonna say, I don't know. I I like the show. I think uh, I have nothing else to say about it. Yeah, I look. For, I like. I enjoy it. I like the uh, 
the what do you call it the courtroom renderings yeah the, <laughs> yeah the, the, I, I like that i do like they have like a little cut scene in the end in the yeah. second episode had a cut scene too where the the, the joke is now her dad's using her to like just like lift shit, shit. <laughs> yeah uh she's like bringing in like eight gallons of uh whatever those, those big, big five gallon jugs. jugs yeah yeah dude she's holding the car i like her cousin yeah. the or brother or whatever he is i don't know yeah and yeah i love that the parents are like that, that his parents were like he is a manager and has a job <laughs> she was fired she didn't have a job like all this like underhanded like people are just so shitty yeah. to each other it's really funny um, um good well i was gonna say i, I it's just a good it's good i mean we're two episodes in we're gonna see where it goes it did i mean uh, this is obviously the next thing we're going to talk about i thought there was some overlap between this um not like narrative wise or plot wise but this and that thor love and thunder which i finally saw real and quick it, yeah, yeah. Thor, love and thunder. i'm glad that they got what's his face to come back as abomination oh yeah um Roth Philip is it Philip Roth is that his name no Tim Roth Tim Roth yeah yeah famous Um, for being Reservoir Dogs and tons of other great stuff I'm glad that he's back playing him that's good you know yeah Yeah, yeah. I feel like that movie is like it's like the weird bastard movie uh Incredible Hulk yeah it's like it's considered MC movie but like Edward Norton's playing him and like it was really more of a universal film it doesn't have that Marvel vibe to it Uh, but there is some cool shit in that movie like to see when he's like he's at the college and he the army shows up with those awesome weapons that like create that like sonic shit it was like oh yeah yeah there was some really good stuff in that they were setting up something in there too. Like, I hope the leader shows up. That guy who played him. They they were setting that up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Up Doc, they were setting up Doc Samson. They were setting up all that stuff. So maybe the, these characters will start showing up in She Hulk or maybe in the new Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I enjoy it. Let's go. Okay, so you saw Thor: Love Thunder. Yeah, yeah. We talked got... about it a little bit. I saw it a couple like a month ago. It yep. is going to be on in like a week or two on Disney Plus. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I, we went to go see it at one of those um, movie theaters that has like food and drinks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We, the whole family went. It was it was a real good time. Um, I I love the movie. I can see most of the time. I'm like Ragnarok is better. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's a better put together movie. Um, but I, I thought also this the was, Hulk being in it kind of helped. Yeah, yeah. I thought this was really great. I I liked the. Um, I like the vibe to it. I get how I can get, this is one of the rare Marvel movies where even though I loved it, I can kind of see where people would have some complaints about it. Like it was a little disjointed narratively. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff felt a little tacked on. Um, I, yeah, I feel like Endgame was like setting up that like there'd be some cool like kind of Thor Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Now I get it. You want to be like a, more of a Thor movie, but mm-hmm. I felt like it was just way too rushed. I feel like they could have did something that they could have done something that would have set up them being separated instead of just the whole like eh, we got ditch this guy, which yeah. is what they they which maybe that is really what they wanted to do is ditch this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's um, it was. I mean, I I, I guess I I liked it a whole bunch because one, 
Um, I liked that it felt like a comic book movie to me. It really felt comic bookish. Um, uh, it did have that 70s Marvel vibe to me from at least what I remember. I mean, I could see panels of comics yeah. where like- No, it's really are... good. Etern- Spoilers, Eternity in the end, that was amazing. Yep, that was I liked great. how like he didn't talk. He was just like this weird like- Statue. Kind of like statue. Buddha- yeah. Kind of like the Buddha at the end of the what do they call that Siddhartha thing? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Um, like just kind of like all the way in the end, like silent. Like I thought that was really cool. Yep. I like Gore. I mean, I didn't read. There's a comic called God of Thunder series, yeah. and that's what Gore. And I didn't read that series. Uh, people love it. Um, they changed a bit. Like he's more alien looking, way more alien looking in the comic Gore. Uh, okay. He just went with like you know bald Christian Bale. I thought he was fine, but do you feel like because the movie was like a little too silly in some spots, and then him being such a like kind of like a salt? I don't know what the word is, a sullen or like just serious stoic villain. Like yeah, but he not he got goofy. He almost got like Jokerish with when he was yeah, like when he had the kids. But I almost felt like there was okay. So he's a dad, right? So the beginning yeah. of the movie, they show that like his whole species or rate, whatever the planet's like dying, right. his god has failed him, and the daughter dies basically, yep. and he's dying, and he sees he ends up in the garden or whatever with the, his god, yeah, and the god is fuck about him. I thought that scene was amazing. That was whole, great. Like, all the crazy like the flower things, those weird yeah. like weird shit. The god and everything was crazy. And I forgot who played him. It was actually like a an actor who's been in lots of stuff who played his the god he kills in the beginning. Mm. Um, but and then he he sees the sword. That sword's a big deal because they might be setting up that sword's like the necro sword or something, yeah. which has to do with this character Null, which is from I don't know how they're gonna do it because Null is technically like a venom villain. And the whole thing's a mess. So like. I don't know how they're going to touch on that, but basically that sword is made up of the same material that Venom's made up of. Oh, yeah. They didn't yeah. touch on it too much, but I remember in the end of the Spider-Man movie, remember Venom's in it for a minute, for like a second, yeah, and yeah. he needs a little piece, so that Marvel's right. like, you don't have to use this shitty Venom movie. We <laughs> <laughs> can do our own Venom movie. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> Thanks for leaving a little piece of Venom for us. Right. Um, maybe we'll actually make them cool. Uh well, you know like, my big he's, complaint. He's a good villain, but I, I, I did not. Okay, the God scene is cool. That's great. Yeah, There's some really good stuff in that. I did not care for what's his face. Russell Crowe. Well, I don't even think it's his yeah. fault. I don't think it's his fault. I think it was like way too silly. Like it was silly. Zeus is supposed to be like, like, like when he like <laughs> comes down and he just has that like frilly skirt. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so like it's funny. But it's yeah. so dumb. At the same it worked, time. Like, but yeah, it was it was it was kind of ridiculous. It's also so you did you stick around and watch all the cutscenes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you made sure that you your wife and kid are understand that there's these important cutscenes and Marvel movies. Yeah, well, it's funny because uh, my wife went out to go um, to pay the bill because uh, we ordered food and drink there and. She texts me and she's like, I'm out, I'm, come on out, I'm I'm ready. And I was like, there's still like, there's, no, there's still sorry. a scene. So, there's, yeah, there's anyway. a scene called Setup. Not happening. Yeah, yeah. 
So there's two. There's the one with the Hercules. Yeah. What was the other one? I forgot the other one. Was. Where you find out that um, Jane goes to Valhalla. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was kind of funny. Was, I great. thought that was a, gr- that was a great idea. They could bring her back. She could come back. She does come back in the comics as a Valkyrie. Well, I hope they fix the one. This is the big <laughs> flaw in the movie. And the thing that really kind of wrecked it for me is that, I don't know if you noticed, but when she is Jane Foster, her hair is real mousy. And when she becomes Thor, her hair is beautiful. And as we've seen in She-Hulk, having characters, especially female yeah, ones. Yeah, I just have, can't accept that. Yeah, I just can't just... accept that. You know, you can why can't they give a... her the Thor hair all the time? That's what her, I want. You know, you turn somebody into a seven foot tall person or six foot yep. tall person, change their whole physique. They have powers now, but man, once you, it was, once you mess yeah. with the hair. Well, I'm, I'm of course kidding, but is it, uh, yeah. but yeah, you saw the, the uh, Jane Jane Foster getting into Valhalla, which I thought was real cool. It was a nice little ending. Good, good. Ending to Natalie Portman's. Somebody made an edit of uh, where Sif. Sif, no, what's her name? Sif. Sif. Yeah. Her arm is waving high. Remember, he says that your arm went to Valhalla. Like, okay, here's the other thing too. They introduce Hercules for two seconds, and he's played by that guy from Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, yeah. Casting the guy's not that big. Hercules must be a big dude. They look like they kind of did some CGI on him, didn't they? Didn't look like they made him bigger. Yep. Um, I thought I'm that was curious speaking. how they're going to approach that. The problem with okay, so the problem with him is that in the comics, <clears throat> Hercules is more like the way post Thor Ragnarok Thor is in the comics, where oh, okay. Hercules, like Hercules, is more the goofball, likes to just kind of fuck around, have some fun, and like you know. Well, I thought that like, was I. I didn't know that, but I thought that was like, look, I. I get Zeus being the way they had Zeus. That was kind of fun. But then Hercules is all like serious and dramatic. And I was like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, are these, cause like saying that the Greek gods are, are like kind of old fashioned and dorky. I mean, I guess that, that kind of makes sense. They're like gods from thousands of years ago, but to make Hercules seem real modern and keep a kind of a silent film era, Zeus seems jarring to me. Seems out of line. Um, I mean, that did bother me. I mean, it's interesting too because Zeus was like, they made you think that Thor killed Zeus, but Zeus was still alive. Yeah. Zeus seemed way more serious at this point than yeah. he was. He seemed more serious there than he did when he was with Thor. Maybe because he didn't take Thor seriously, it's possible. You know, they're arrogant. The gods are all arrogant. They're just there to fuck around. Yeah. They don't actually care about anyone. Um, But I like the, the dumpling god or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. That was good. I'm just, was just curious a... how they'll. I'm just curious how they'll depict Hercules in the movies because, like I said, Thor is more like in the comics. Thor is really more like the way they depicted Thor in Thor One and Avengers yeah. One and Avengers Two. Like there might be like a joke or two crack. Now I like the post Thor Ragnarok Thor because yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah, um, I do too. I don't know. I mean, I like this movie. I think. It got hate. I could see uh, some people would be annoyed by Korg a bit. I think it was sure. like, too much Korg, maybe. He's like just a little too goofy. Yeah, uh, that joke in the end was so dumb. <laughs> his uh, his mate is new. Uh, what was right. it? Joining the Rock Johnson yeah. or something? <laughs> I was like, come on, that's so stupid because he's a rock. Yeah, it was fun. I... 
I, 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 again, kind of, yeah, like, I think he went all out kind of funny and I, I appreciated it. I mean, I, I liked that in this movie. Um, it, I could see though how some, some people may not like that and that's fine. I mean, it's, I this mean, was a I different mean, I kind of movie. It enjoyable. It's amazing looking. I think it's like fun. It's a mm-hmm. fun movie. I'm going to watch it again when it's on Disney Plus. I'll give it a watch again. But like I said, Thor Ragnarok is like just my one of my favorite Marvel movies because they didn't one, it moves pretty quickly. As I mean, again, it doesn't hurt that you got Mark Ruffalo and the Hulk in it. Yeah. And you had Jeff Goldblum as the ma- the master. Yep. I he mean, was real good. There's uh I guess the girl man, because he basically adopts he basically adopts yeah. her and she's kind of like the thing is she's like a living entity of eternity she's like this cosmic oh. being like, yeah i could see it's, that it's a, it's a little convoluted i guess the girl is played by his daughter in real life oh shoot oh that's funny uh, they win nepotism strikes again yeah. yeah i do love the running ga- i'm kidding i do love the running gag of uh the actors showing up again the Thor Ragnarok, Mac Damon, and yeah, um, the other guy who plays Thor in the theater—that's actually Chris Hemsworth's brother. It's a different okay. brother. That's fine. And then Sam Sam Neil is Odin, and then what's her face is fucking hell. It's oh, so funny. What's yeah. her name? Um, the one from that horrible Ghostbusters movie, but that was like so Gosh. good. Uh, it wasn't Melissa McCarthy, but that's the name. It was. It was it okay? Okay. Yeah, Melissa uh, McCarthy. Uh, that was so fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> the whole theater production, and I just love that that wasn't just like a one-off thing in the third movie, and that they're on there. I do like that Asgard is kind of like a tourist trap place. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Was that fine as Valkyrie? Uh, Tess Thompson. She's yeah, okay. she's fine. I mean, I don't look. I don't like or dislike the character, but I thought she was really good in this. You know, I I, I like the character in this. Is, I just don't know, like... So, in the end of the movie, you know, I don't want to go into it too much, because we have so much other yeah, yeah. to talk about. Uh, you know, it's him and that, and he's like a father now, and like... Like, where does it go? Yeah, that is, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have, like, I mean, the thing about Thor Ragnarok, too, was you knew where it was going because it was leading right into Infinity War, right? Like, we knew it was gonna end up, it was the last, it was one of the last movies right before Infinity War. We knew it was a set, there was gonna be something in there, and it showed in the end that last clip in the end when Thanos' ship is like right in front of that, yeah. There. And uh, I don't know where it goes, but what did, what did you think of Natalie Portman as uh, the Thor character? I liked it. I thought it was great. I mean, I um, did, you know, I had a real issue with it. Are we expected really? to believe that woman can hold a hammer? <laughs> I, I look. I thought she looked great. I thought I liked the kind of nod to the traditional character costume. Um, her hair well, looked amazing. That is in. She's from the comics. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Did, and she looks exactly the helmet. Everything yeah. straight out of the comic. I did. I like I, how. Go ahead. Uh, I liked it. How like she was still kind of trying to find her feet with it. Like she was trying to come up with a catchphrase and she wasn't that good at it. And um, I don't know. I like, I like Natalie Portman a lot. I like the character. I thought she, look, if there was a, another movie coming up with Natalie Portman as Thor, 
I'd be down for watching that. I mean, yeah. obviously we're not I getting be, it. But... Uh, no, I liked it. I loved the whole flashback of their yeah. relationship. Yeah, that was funny. Like that you didn't see in the movies. I thought that was great. I yeah. love that the party. Like he's on Earth with her. I thought that was really good. Um, I do like how the hammer is like t- held together. Yeah. She throws it. She can make all the pieces kind of turn into little hammers, basically. Yeah. And form back together. And they do explain it. Uh, I forgot in the comics how she became Thor. I know that, like, at that point, I think Thor did something and he became unworthy. He lost the hammer. Right. Um, it's in that. That's a good storyline. She does have cancer in the, yep. in the comic, too. So I'm glad that they didn't shy away from the cancer storyline. Uh, it's sad too because they show that clearly, like it runs in the family because her mom died yeah, of cancer. Yeah. It's like really, it's kind of depressing actually. That's why I said the movie's like disjointed because it it's like it's so fucking goofy in some parts. Yep. And then you have these like very serious moments. Oh yeah. Very serious villain with a serious cause, and you got yeah uh, serious the the what's her face who's Thor yep. is in a serious situation every time she uses the hammer and turns up the Thor, she's basically killing herself right. because yeah. the body is like not fighting off the cancer. Like, yeah, it's interesting that aspect. I do like the whole like I guess they said like Thor basically told the hammer or whatever, like protect yeah. her, whatever. And she read and I guess he left her books or whatever. She did the research. She did the research, man. You're right. She did her own research, man. Yeah, um, I, I like that. Your own research, brother. I thought it all fit really well, and I thought she made a good Thor. And yeah, it was a good, it was a good movie. I liked it. I'm really glad I saw it in the, in the uh, theater. I don't know if she was better Thor than me. <laughs> well, I, I liked it quite a bit, and um, like I said, I'm glad I saw it, it in the great. theater. You like the, you like the, the goats. I love the goats. I, you know, I was ready for them to be like real kind of annoying, but like they were only in a few scenes. They're I thought they were hilarious. Not much enough. No. To, to be annoying. No. But I do love the joke. Is that I don't think Thor realized that they gave him those things as a punishment. Yeah, for that was like their temple. Right. Then <laughs> <laughs> it really was as a gift. Um, yeah. I liked it. I'll watch it again. It does yeah. have some flaws. I sure. just say, I'll say this. Saying it is not good as Thor Ragnarok doesn't mean it's a bad movie. I'm no. just saying Thor Ragnarok is just a better it's just a better like story. That, I mean that's a great it's a great movie. The whole gladiator planet, the whole it's just and then like what's her face was great as hell. Hella, yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I will say maybe like if you were to do another one, I maybe dial it back a drip, just a drop. Dial yeah. it back a drop. Like you can still be crazy, but maybe like I don't know. Just have one goat. Just one. Well, yeah, one goat. You know, two seems a little crazy. One goat. Well, speak. I, I guess to to shift gears to something I wasn't super fond of is um, uh, I watched the as did you the um. The new Game of Thrones prequel, House of Dragons, and I, I didn't love it. I didn't. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, it, 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 to get this out of the way, uh, it was. It's well done. Oh yeah, it's not, great. it's not a bad production. My issue with it is that, and maybe I need to rewatch it again. I don't know. I just did not find any of the characters. Like the main girl is like okay. The 
but they just don't seem like I, the king is okay. But you already know he's not long for this earth because he's got these weird diseases on his back. Yeah. They were implying this guy could drop dead probably any yeah. day from whatever disease he has. I wonder if he has like dragon scale or whatever the fuck gray scale. Is. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Gray scale. Yeah. Some like early version of it or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So like the show takes place like 110 years before Game of Thrones or something. Oh, I think it's like almost 200. Uh something so like there's that. Like, there's a bunch of dragons around. Yep. Like she rides one. He has his own dragon. Matt Smith. They, did plays, they say they have like, ten dragons? The house has ten dragons, or I think so. Yeah, um, okay. at least like maybe like three. I think. Yeah. Um, I thought in Game of Thrones the dragon there was no dragons for like a thousand years. I I seem to remember that too. Um, but what did they call it? Like. The Game of Thrones series starts out as like a monomyth or something, and then like by the end of the series, it's just straight up like myth. We're like or something like fantasy. That's a word yeah, for it, it. Right. It's. I think it starts out as. I don't think that it's like high and low fan. I think it starts out as low fantasy. Yeah. By by the end of the series, it's high fantasy. Right. You got dragons and white yes. walkers and giant and giants running around and like that's what made it so good like i i hate to compare it to the books but the the show is like it too in the beginning nothing feels magical they're like these are dire wolves what are they well they're really big wolves okay well, well, that, they could just they be just wolves. puppies yeah puppies and then they were like these things are gonna like they're gonna be gigantic and then <laughs> like even the magic in the beginning it was never like clear it was like i'm afraid that like the, any type of like medicine man bullshit yeah. that would have happened on this planet. Right. And you're like, was it magic? Well, like, I mean, I guess it could have been, in but like the first episode of the original series, there's a like a death, and clearly it was like done by some undead thing. And right. the first season there's some undead characters by the wall, but they're not like white walkers yet. There's something yeah. like it's not explained. And I'm trying to think of what other oh the die wolves, but again, they're still like puppies in the first season. Like there's growing, but there's not they're not full form yet. Well, um, at the end that, of the first so, season, you see the first dragon. You do see a dragon. Yeah, the baby. Yeah. She's on fire. She doesn't burn. And you see the little baby dragons yeah. on her. One of them was like sucking on a titty. Yeah. Yeah, it's real weird. Um it, but but you this, call it weird. <laughs> this show, the House of the Dragon. My big complaint, I and it's kind of exactly what you said. It's like it just didn't. You don't have like it, this is the problem. You you got Game of Thrones, but like you had like interesting characters right out yeah. the gate. You had like the shitty nephew. What's his name? That the shitty son of the oh, man. What's that? Oh, um, uh, Theon. A little brat who gets Theon. Yeah, Theon. Uh... Greyjoy, the Theon. No. Yeah, he's the the. No, kid, the... no, not him. The one of the oh, Joffrey, series. Joffrey, Joffrey. Yeah. You had him. He right out the gate. He's a piece of shit. Yep. Uh, you had you had like more like like there's some stars in this show, but like you had Sean Bean playing the dad. You had Peter Dinklage as yep. uh Tyrion. Tyrion. What's his face? Is Jamie was great right out the gate. He was like an asshole. Uh. 
like there's there was like more defined characters in those first yeah. couple episodes first episode alone and it had a big stinger in the end of the episode with yeah. like brand climbing and fucking you know seeing the wrong thing at the wrong time catching uh jamie and his sister getting it on yep just the way they do it right and oxer he takes he literally throws the kid out the window and says the things i do for love it it right. ends right there and you're like holy Perfect. shit this is like i was not gonna watch this show i was like this looks like a shitty like wannabe lord lord of the rings to me like i yeah. was like this doesn't interest me and then i'm like fuck it i'll watch it i'm like all right it's pretty good i do like peter dinklage a lot mm-hmm. um i do like sean bean so i'll check it out and i recognize a lot of other actors and they're all really good and that that ending though with the kid getting thrown out the great. window was just great and this show like they had an opportunity to do like a real stinger and i just feel like okay so in the episode you basically like i said there's this king there's clearly something wrong with them mm-hmm. his wife's pregnant uh there's a daughter that kind of like she you know uh She's never gonna be queen, like you yeah. know. And they're and he, the king had, and so they're all desperate about getting a male heir. And he's like, "This is gonna be a, a boy. It's gonna be a male heir. He'll be king." Matt Smith plays his brother. He's passed on. You, you, you're told that like he's kind of like, kind of like an out of control asshole. Yeah. But really, like, I was just like, okay, throughout you, you're supposed to be this threat, but like, okay, in the first episode, Matt Smith's character gets beaten and joust. He gets being a joust, he can't fuck. They showed yep. multiple scenes where he's right. like, can't get, <laughs> which, you know, hey, I'm not here to judge him or anything, like that, but I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna but have yeah. this guy be like the potential villain of the show, you're cucking him right out of the gate. I mean, like, he gets beaten, and then, like, he gets passed over as king. You're told that, like, I guess he was sent to the wall. Yeah. Uh, there's that one crazy scene, though, I guess he has a whole bunch of hounds working for him, his own yeah. like, army. And they like just kill a bunch of people like to make a point or something. I, I think they were supposed to be like criminals, and he was he was saying basically like I'm I'm clearing up the city before the big tournament or whatever. I don't know. The whole thing was real confusing. It's a like, huge massacre. They just literally yeah. killed a bunch of people. It was like chopping dicks off. Yeah, there's a whole cart like, filled with heads and arms. It's just really gross. Which well, is fun. Yeah, you know, it was Game of Thrones. It was a violent show. Um, but like I just never felt like okay is he supposed to be like the bad guy i mean like everyone in game of thrones really is a bad guy the only people that were good in any way was Jon snow yeah and even to a point even though he, he would claim was Tyrion. yeah he was you, not, you knew there's more to him yeah, than meets the eye but he yeah he was overall he was still a good guy and i guess like the younger daughter to a point yeah, the one, who wanted, the one who became like a, a no, the no face, whatever. Well, there was just uh, a lot of. It's kind of just like an asshole on that show. So Matt Smith, right out the gate, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's an asshole, but like, I'm not to be a true villain in Game of Thrones. You gotta be like, just doing devious shit, you yeah. know, like graph. Uh, what's his face again? What, what's that little shit's name again? Uh, Joffrey. Joffrey you know the the queen lannister the, the mom cersei yeah cersei. it was just with this new one it was the like red wedding like I, I just couldn't there's no i i 
never felt invested in any of these characters' struggles. I was never rooting for any of them to succeed. Well, there's a great scene where the mom, the baby's breached, and yeah. she's not able to get birth, and he's basically being told, like, you have no choice here. It's either the baby or the mother. Yeah, save and the baby or save the mom. The, and this is, like, great, because this now this show was filmed over a year ago, but, man, some of these chuds are like, yeah. you're like, what the hell? This is about abortion. It's like, I mean, this shit goes on in real life. Yeah. Yeah, this is the world you want. This, right. is a, this show takes place in a fantastical, barbaric past where life has no meaning. You want to live in that world, but not have the dragons or any of the cool <laughs> shit. You know, you yeah, just want right? to have like boils and fucking disease and shit. Mm. Like this, this is reality. And I'm, you know, and again, it's like weird. It's like it's not like Lord of the Rings where it's on a totally different planet. This more of like kind of mirrors our world a bit more. Yeah. Right? Like Game of Thrones, it, it mirrors our world a little bit more, right? Well, like, definitely. Even up to the point when they showed that, like, Arya, that's her, that's our name, the daughter. Uh, Arya, yeah, the the youngest she's like, daughter. She's gonna go and like colonize the planet. I mean, like right. they show her becoming. She's gonna go up and become Christopher Columbus. I mean, like, yeah, at the end of the series. This kind of mirrors our world a little more than Lord of the Rings does, and like, and even like the maps and stuff can almost look like Europe and like Middle East and like. Um, yeah. Well, the, and they clearly have regions like you. You, some of the characters look like, oh, well, that's supposed to be their version of the Middle East, or oh, that's supposed yeah, to be their and version like of the North. Vikings. Obviously, you got going to like Iceland right. and Greenland, and that beyond that is the Wall, and like. A frozen tundra where people can't really live anyway you know it's like in the, there's like a the movie the tv show definitely makes it seem more like our world i know in the books they kind of go out of their way to say it's not and in the in the show they get that a little bit because it's like it has a it has a different orbit you know because the seasons work differently there's like years and years of winter and then years and years of summer. Well, you could and also then... say, like, the Earth has had ice ages. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so, it, like, that's true, yeah. You could say that there's... I mean, obviously, it's it's not Earth, but there it mirrors it more. Yeah, much, much like, more. So I'm saying, like, that scene with the birth is, like, unsettling. And it's and the thing is, it's tragic, too, because not just as he... He truly loves his wife. This, like, he's not a bad king. I was I watched the feature after they talk about it, like... He did not want to be, it shows you like how powers, he did not want to be king. Right. Or he had no intention of being king. It's kind of given to him versus like Matt Smith, who craves power, his character. So it's like the one who really wants the power is usually going to be the shit bag. Right. But this yeah. guy truly loves his wife. Uh, so it's like this, but it's important to have a male heir. Uh, and then the, tr the tragedy in the end anyway is the son dies too. They, so yeah, they both die. He has no wife now. That thought it was funny. So the hand basically sends his, tells his daughter to basically go give, go have sex with the king. Dress up in your mother's outfit, your dead mother's outfit. Yeah. Remember that scene? The yeah. Yeah. Was basically telling yeah. like his daughter. The daughter is, I don't know, what is she? She's like, the princess is like assistant, but there's, I, there's honestly, really something going on with those two. Yeah. Some some uh, lesbian action. It wouldn't surprise me, yeah. If that's where that eventually goes. Um, well, there's a part when the the girl. It was like earlier in the episode, and she they show her she's riding the dragon. She lands. That girl 
shows up and she's like laying in her lap and she basically yeah, says yeah. like I could lay here forever or whatever. So right. like, hey, nothing wrong with that. It's the yeah. 90s, bro. It is, it is, it's, <laughs> the, it's the 2790s. Um <laughs> it is it is a weird uh uh show in that that it is the, the relationship between the characters is difficult to figure out. I wonder if the show will get better when those become clearer. I mean, I'll definitely give it a couple more episodes. Yeah, I yeah, me too. It, but like I said, okay, so in the end of the episode, the, the king gives, he's like, fuck it. He decides, I'm going to, I should have done this years ago. The daughter is now in line to be. Right. And it's probably out of guilt of like his mother, the mother dying, his wife. You know, it, there's yeah. definitely guilt involved. Like, I basically yes. sacrificed my wife for this ridiculous, like, rule or whatever. It's like, I'm the fucking king if you ever want. So, right. I'm make a, she's in line. It's a slap in the face to the brother. Because the brother, it shows the brother. But I just never felt like, I don't know if it's Matt Smith's performance or they're trying to hold back. I just didn't, they, he didn't, like, okay, if they really want to show him be evil, after he lost the joust, Fucking cuts the guy, the guy from Dorn's head off. Yeah, him. right. And he's like, "Yeah, it's me." That's you know? what I expected. Like, I honestly, that's what I expected to happen. Yeah, and, and maybe you know, maybe they're showing there is like this. He's not a complete monster. There is some, ta- or he's more oh. calculating. Okay, so in the end, they make this big deal. They sh- like one, he hates his wife or something. I don't yeah, know. they show him with his wife in it. You don't see him all the time. They're saying she's like ugly or whatever. I'm like, oh, she looks like everyone else on the right, show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she just wasn't she was now uh Marjorie Taylor Green. Right. Yeah. Bobert. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh oh. that was that was a pre-talk. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he pre-game. he has some like crazy badass dragon that he rides. And I thought like, okay, the show is gonna end with him fucking just That's burning what, to yep. cinders. Maybe like the daughter survives, but the king dies. Like, right. Almost the deck, all yeah. the the what do they call it? The not the council. What are they? The small council. That's what. Yeah, like they all die. Maybe the sister lives. The queen of who never was. That was that character. That was cool. cool. Yeah. With her husband, the kids, like they're kind of like there's definitely like I think it's so funny that like the queen that never was like that's like like an insult yeah. and a. I don't know. Well, I guess that's a backhanded pretty, yeah. title to have. <laughs> what? It's pretty grim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect from the show. I thought it was kind of like, oh, like you said, that first Game of Thrones episode has an amazing hook in the end. Yeah. You can't. So, like, what better way would it have been to just have, like, Matt Smith's character on that top of that fucking crazy dragon just fucking attack the city? Now, maybe in this next episode he will. Yeah, could be. Oh, who knows? I have no idea. Um, yeah. I, or maybe the show's just gonna suck. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I, writing it. He's he, writing I've it. heard that he has a lot of input into the story. I don't think he's writing the scripts or anything, but I think he's guiding the story. Uh, and I, from what I understand, he wrote like a little show bible, you know, or story For bible. This? Wasn't yeah. there was another show that was canceled before? Like they made yeah. the pilot, and it, it started like, what's her face from like Hollywood ending? And, King Kong. Mm. I forgot that actress's name. Yeah. Um, she was like the big star in that show. They filmed the pilot and it canceled it. I was I forgot what it was called and what what error it yeah. took place in. 
Well, I'll, my suspicion is that would have been more interesting than this because I, well, just, I don't know. I mean, I, I look, I know what happens. The, the, the family begins to go mad and the king goes crazy and they well, squander their dragons. Show, and then they're... Yeah, that show also took place in the past. Like, well, hold on. Let me see something real quick. I want to see the name of that show that yeah. got canceled. So the actress's name is Naomi Watts. Okay, yeah. I'm going to write Naomi Watts canceled Game of Thrones spinoff. The spinoff of the hit HBO show, which ended in 2019, was due to be set thousands of years before Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah. With Naomi Watts yeah. as the lead. It canceled in 2019 after the pilot episode was filmed on the same day a new sequel, House of Dragon, was announced. So they spent $30 million on the episode, and Bauer was one of the stars cast for the planned Game of Thrones spinoff, which even shot a pilot with Naomi Watts. It seemed like the concept thousand years before the flagship series would be the first throne successor show it was canceled see that um, would be interesting i think i mean i don't know who it's called blood moon oh which is like the magic right wasn't that yeah like uh, the red witch or whatever right. so um, the hbo chief content officer blah 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 Agreed. Blood Moon was very well pro produced, but simply not what the network was looking for from the first ever spinoff in its history. It didn't take me the place as the original series. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, whatever. I mean, this one, like, it looks great, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some sick shit coming up. But I just feel like as a first episode, it just missed something. You have, look, you, the first episode has to nail it. And this generation. especially with Game of Thrones, I'm sorry, but like you need you need a reason to exist. Now, what yeah. I personally would prefer was if it took place a hundred years after Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that'd be interesting. There's a lot of yeah. I would I, prefer I, that. Then that way you don't have to worry about. You can introduce even more characters, and you could have some heirs of like Jon Snow, whatever. Or maybe you have all Snow sorts of crazy shit. Like yeah. Right. What? You could have all sorts of crazy shit. But I know? just feel like these. When you do these fucking prequels, they just you yeah you get hedged in. You get hedged in, especially with like a, a series that like is not that old. Now, like Star Trek can do a spin uh, a prequel because no one really cares if they like. There's some nerds will go crazy, but you can like finesse things because you're dealing yeah. with really gonna be locked in place with a show that was made in the 60s for a budget of 10 bucks like yeah there's some loose continuity there you can you like know? fuck with things a bit you know like they've done that for years but like game of thrones like the show just came out it's like i don't know i would have i would have done it many years later i like this one guy on twitter i was like concept it should have been 800 years later and it takes place like in a game of thrones is like a turn of the century look and it's oh, like yeah. pre like 1920s now it would have been way too different from right uh that would have been fantasy. good though yeah. but like that could have been kind of interesting or like i said i it would just again 200 years later or right no. i don't know or like i almost like the idea of a thousand years earlier because then you're like who cares yeah. about like they're basically like who knows what they're like i mean they're like more like uh aboriginal folk or something you know i mean like they, they don't have a giant well, I mean, like the wall how old's the wall supposed to be in game oh, old i think real old 
was it like a thousand years or something? Something sounds right. Well, I don't. Geez, I'd have to go back and, and really find. I, they they were supposedly relatively new to that continent, Westeros. That that was the whole thing. Is these families were like these families. I know at the the very end, Arya goes off to colonize some other place, but I these just, these families were supposed to be like colonists from an of a even older place. You know. Well, where is this show supposed to take place? Did they say? Yeah, it's supposed to be in Westeros. Okay. Because that's well, supposed I always to be... assume that Westeros. So the Starks are like from the UK. Yep. Scotland, yeah. Britain, uh, Ireland. The Dorn are like uh, Libya. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like Middle East countries that are closer to Europe. Right. The North African ones yeah uh or what what like westeros is like spain or italy yeah because like, it's uh, a little warmer of a climate it's a little warmer more mediterranean yeah more mediterranean and like they're from the north and then the dorn are like you know like i said libya or whatever czech czech slovakia that would make sense they they said that that george r r martin um based this off of the war of the roses which was a war in england like a legitimate war uh, and he he took a lot of like plot cues from that war um i don't know or like turkey yeah you know it's like that area. the old ottoman like, empire yeah yeah because you have like greece is, is literally right across bulgaria like they're all across the water um I don't know. That's how I always got the impression. So in the end, Aria is going, going off to North America. She's gonna end up in the Caribbean or some shit. See, in the in the books, I think you're right. They they all have those vibes, but the way they present it is that you're supposed to. Um, these are all five families or so fighting over a new continent. They were all they've been there for a while, but they they're in North America. And the green, the green folk. What are they called? The the forest people. Um. Anyway, they're, they're you know the the twins that helped uh, Bran. Yeah, with Hodor. were they supposed to be from Beyond the Wall or something? Well, they they were supposed to be like the the Native Americans or the Aboriginal folk of Westeros. They were the original inhabitants. What was the other guy's name? The King, uh, Beyond the Wall or something? Yeah, the King King Beyond the Wall. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was an old. He was a former Knights uh, uh, Black Watch guy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I mean, I'll give it another shot or two. Yeah. I like. I mean, it's something for me to put on while I'm drawing. Sure. If I, it, the different. Okay, here's the difference for on the show. She Hulk. I don't draw. I watch She Hulk. Yeah. Marvel. Most Marvel properties. Star Wars. I watch. Yep. First Game of Thrones, that's a show I'm watching. I'm not yeah. going to be drawing. Now, maybe if there's like just a bunch of talking heads or something. Sure, sure. Sure. So this show will either be, is this a show that I'm invested in or is it just background fodder for when I'm drawing? Right. Yeah. We'll that's see. I treat it. It's like, uh, yeah. All right. So what else were we going to talk about? Oh, well, you were, you were going to briefly talk about the, um, uh the warner warner brothers um okay so real quick they just yeah. announced recently i don't really know the details about this but like this, so recently like 
Batgirl was canceled and some Scooby Doo yep. thing. And like, it's just this guy, this new CEO, like Discovery Blood Warner. They're just fucking with the content. They like supposedly removed a bunch of shit recently. Yeah. A lot of car- they're like really ruining the cart, like taking yep. a lot of cartoon series. A lot of down. the anime stuff yeah. and what? A lot of the anime stuff, I think, is getting torn yeah, so down. A lot of Cartoon Network stuff. Um, and like some of the they said is that if they're not if they don't have it on there, they don't have to pay any royalties to anything. Yeah, that's one reason why they probably took it down. Uh, and who the hell knows? Like I said, Discovery, the, the shit that's on Discovery is garbage. Like that's it's the reality yeah. TV crap. Supposedly, this guy, I don't know much about him, but I mean, like uh, a movie, you, you take a movie that you couldn't release, but you're like, nah, I'll just throw it in the trash so we'll um get a tax return or something yeah it was like this, right it was for like a tax refund or something yeah shit. uh and yeah. legally they're not allowed you're never gonna see it legally they cannot show it it is it, it's like the worst person possible is put in charge of an artistic endeavor i mean like i look i know they gotta make money I know they got a I turn of profit. So, you know, people are like, listen, maybe he thought the background movie wasn't good. Like, of course, all the chuds are like, yeah, they're going to make the movies less woke. <laughs> like, that's and not that, it, buddy. Yeah. That's like, first of all, if Batgirl sucks, who cares? Just dump it on HBO Max. I'm going to give a yeah. shit. You make another fucking movie and you just move on. They've already established, the, unlike Marvel, they already established that most of these things don't really tie into each other. All you have to do is say Batgirl and tie into each other. Yeah. Okay, move on. So, it's, yeah. Supposedly, they had like a funeral for it. They watched it. Like, a yeah, I heard out. that they had some secret screenings where, like, the cast and a few people got to watch the film or the the. I now this is what I heard, and this is probably bullshit. The rumor is that supposedly the movie was just like a slow, like a bad CW episode of one of their, and it is possible. Yeah, but I just. I don't know. I think the whole thing's shady. It just sounds weird. You filmed the whole thing. I mean, those guys who directed it were the guys who worked on this Marvel. They seem yep. to be confident. Like, yeah. it couldn't have been that bad. Like, there's no reason why you couldn't just, like I said, you just dump it. And if it's not that good, you move on because yeah. it's just content for streaming. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, you know what? You don't want an HBO Max? Oh my God, it's on Netflix. Right. <laughs> you it's- know, like, it's frustrating and I, even more frustrating is that i think they're really gonna fuck up hbo max i think they, that HBO, i think they are i think they i don't know it's weird hbo it's max crazy. is a great streaming service it's got yep. so much good content like unexpected i i watched chinatown the other day like yeah they have just, like, there's a lot of like classic cinema on there yep um and there's a lot of shows on there too but yeah. the other so the big announcement today was and this is like weird is that they basically announced that WB ran out of money, so they can only put out two movies this year. So yeah. all these other movies that they're working on push back. One of them is the only movies now. That are, there's two movies come out. It's freaking August. Two movies come out this year. The uh, Black Adam, yep. which makes sense. It's a big one. And yep. then some movie, uh, I forgot the name of it. It's like a weird movie. That I'd never heard place. of it. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it. It's like some almost like a like a Stepford Wives type thing going oh, on. Oh yeah, no, I that yeah. does look really good. I take that back. Yeah, but yeah. it's just insane that a billion dollar company doesn't have the money to release. They can only put out two movies. Like yeah. that sounds fishy as fuck. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. trust. I don't, 
I don't trust this. The CEO guy seems like, I don't know what's going on here. Supposedly, like, CNN, which is owned by the, it's all owned by the uh-huh. same thing. They're, I, from what I'm hearing, they're definitely been pushing more to the right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the content supposedly is becoming more right-leaning. Which I don't know, understand why. You know, that's what the world needs. More Fox News. Is. It's like, right. what the fuck? Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah. So, I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I mean, I'm going to look it up real quick, see if there's, like, anything about it that, like, came out of that because well it's just super weird like i mean you only have two you only have money i never heard that before yeah that's crazy i've never but, heard of like oh i heard movie pass is coming back what i heard movie pass is coming back i never what is that shit isn't that like the thing where you Supposedly in the theater, stop paying like they wouldn't honor it yeah. or something. You just pay like 20 bucks a month and you can see as many movies as you want for free. Yeah. I don't... Well, I mean, it used to be that that was like a big deal because there's a bunch of movies out. But like if you're only going to put out two movies, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not that cost prohibitive. You know, maybe, maybe your $20 movie uh, pass subscription. What that, that's going to average out? So you're paying thirty dollars per movie. You see, if there's only two of them available, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well, there's anyway. other. There's other. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Um, like but I, I want to see. I want. I want to see if I can find anything about it. WB. Let's go look it up. See if there's like. Well, I don't. I don't think this is bodes well for hbo max which sucks because that that is one of my favorite streaming platforms there's always interesting shit to watch on there it's deep deep you can like anybody can find anything on there that they'd be interested in there's classic movies there's anime there's you know new blockbusters there's tv shows uh it's it's a shame because it's like a really well put together uh library you find it um yeah one second yeah Dan Lin is in talks take over as DC chief and oversee future film and television. He was previously produced the It movies, the Lego movies, and Netflix live action Avatar list and Bender series. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're just like doing a whole rework and like next year they'll have like a bunch of shit and they're just like, you know, it could be that they're trying to like refresh it. I don't know. Maybe like I think like the app is a different story, but maybe this has more to do with the content they were putting out, not mm. outside the app that has yeah, like, yeah. Old, old movies and stuff you like. But maybe it's something to do with the content isn't like living up to what they want. I don't mm. know. I think it's too late for them though to try to like so the Flash movie, which you know, Ugh. well the problem with the Flash movie is that the stars is fuck up and yeah. they're trying to do damage control on him now. Like he got like supposedly he's apologizing, right, yeah. he's getting help. I think you're fucked. I'm sorry. There's so much shit on that guy. Like all this weird stuff's gonna come out about him. They could try to do all. I mean, they could do whatever they want. They could contain a story. Sure. You know, stuff. They could say shit's a conspiracy. They could say, you know, they could just say, oh, those are just maggot chuds that are saying it. You know, yeah. like mm. and that's you know, it's kind of funny. We're talking about conspiracies. It's like all you need is like Alex Jones to say it, and you lose like a huge. You you, yeah. you lose all the belief behind it. Like just get out, just go out there and right. <laughs> tell everybody the truth, and then <laughs> then no one will believe it. That's a good idea. They should yeah, they should like slip him some footage of yeah. Ezra Miller doing crazy stuff. 
Um, and that, and then people will be backing it as we're going. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a reaction. Like your normal reflexes. Jones is so <laughs> right. trusting person. Um, so that movie was supposed to reset D- DC. Like yeah. It was supposed to be like a total reset. You had like Ben Affleck coming back as Batman. You had the Michael Keaton Batman. You had like all the different universes. And it was going to kind of like, like this is what the DC universe is. But I just feel like at this point, they've already, they screwed up years ago. They got the wrong guy to run the ship. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder did not have a vision that was the size of an MCU universe. It right. Was more just like, I want to make these two movies. And that was it. He wants to make two Justice League movies and a couple of like spin-off movies. Yeah. But his ideas would not, would have like stopped there. Um, I just think the idea of like a contained DC universe is just not going to happen. Just make good movies, make good content. And if they're good enough organically, people well, then you could have connective tissue and yeah. say, like, oh, yeah, this movie and this movie are all in the same universe. You can start to stitch them together. Yeah, and I think that's the way they should have done it. It's kind of funny, though. Did you see they announced uh, Joker 2, and I guess they're working on it? And fucking, I guess it mostly takes place in Goth, in uh, Arkham. Asylum. Yeah. Lady Gaga's in it and plays yep. Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah. And it's a musical. Musical, yeah. What the fuck? That's, that's stupid. I'll bet you it's going to be... I'll bet you. Well, look, a musical. What Santa do? No, because like they said, I heard them say it's going to be like um, a Star Is Born, and <laughs> didn't she just star in a movie called Star Is Born? Yeah, remake? yeah. But like they said, it's going to be a musical, like in that sense. And in a Star Is Born, there's like three or four songs. I mean, it was. Okay, and so it's it, not they like were a like musical, musical. No, they were worked into the movie where she's like a lounge singer, you know, uh, and so I. Mean, I I'm... I'm kind of fine with this Joker, like just kind of existing on his own. Yeah. Batman does not exist in this world, even though they introduced Bruce Wayne. Yep. Uh, and like, it's just this miserable, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll be good. Joker was surprisingly a decent movie. Oh yeah. Uh, but I just think like, that's a weird, you know, when you say like, okay, we're gonna make a sequel to Joker. Oh, cool! Uh, I can't wait. What's it gonna be about? All right, we got this great idea. It mostly yeah. takes place at Arkham Asylum. Oh, wow, that's actually pretty cool. I'm, uh, I'm interested. What else? Well, we're gonna have Harley Quinn in it. Whoa, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Hope Joker and Harley Quinn in a movie together. Sign me up. Right. It's played by <laughs> Lady Gaga. Um, I mean, I guess that could be cool. Sure. Seeing yeah. her like American Horror Story and some other stuff. She can act. I could see that. And it's gonna be a musical. Right. Uh, what? sorry yeah that's that's something that might be a bridge too far but but um, like you said if it's more like there's just some songs in it i think that's what it's going to be like i don't think it's going to be they're going to be singing dialogue no half measures you go only in every is a song there's like two seconds of dialogue that lead into the next song yeah there's no fucking break. It's just one <laughs> endless. I get get that fucking Gaz Berman or that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, name? Boz Boz Lerman. Lerman. Yeah, Boz Lerman. Boz Lerman. Boz Lerman. Get him yeah. in the fucking directed. Have what's his face play Toulouse or Trek again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fuck go all out. Who cares? You know, make it like yeah. uh fucking Romeo and Juliet with the uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I just remember that as a kid. 
I watched uh, Romeo and Juliet again. Actually, I think it on HBO Max. No, Romeo um, and Juliet. No, that was a classic. I watched it's it like a couple younger. months ago. It does not hold up super well. Uh, Romeo the, and Juliet. The, uh, the the DiCaprio one. Yeah, it's it's fine, no, but it's oh. like it looks old. Well, it, lo- it is. It was like, yeah, came out in like the mid nineties. Yeah. Well, anyway, I always like the. Uh, the, my only favorite part of that movie is Brian Denny, I guess, plays one of the fathers. I like there's like a gang war. It's yeah. like playing into the actual story of the, the feud. Yeah. And it's a gang war. And Brian Denny's like in a helicopter and he's like, hand me my sword. But it's like a, a rocket launcher or assault something. Assault rifle that just says sword. Like the assault rifle is literally mounted on a wall and it says sword on it. I was like, oh, this is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. I loved it back in the day. It's not aged super well. Um, I'm sure it hasn't. Yeah. Um. Okay. So speaking of, uh, I guess now, uh, now that we talked about fantastical, yeah, a little shift shift to like the practical matters. the The big news, the first thing we were going to talk about was that today, um, Joe Biden. Joe um, Brandon, yeah. Joe Dark Brandon. Did you see that great meme where it's they take Thanos snapping his fingers, but they have Joe Biden's head on it, and it says that he's he's snapping away half the student loans in the country. Yeah, I think I've seen those cringe. <laughs> he ones. he um, it's... well, he forgave. Uh, it's a range between ten and twenty thousand dollars, depending on your circumstances. He forgave a lot of student loans today. Now, what's the deal? Because supposedly they've been like kind of forgiving him, but they keep like extending they, the date. What's the post- difference now? They've been in, um, I want to say it's called forbearance. And it's basically like if you owe a loan, you got to pay on it every month. But they've, since COVID, they've been in forbearance, which means you don't have to repay them. You get a pause. Now, I, I do forget whether or not interest continues to accrue or if the interest is paused, but basically people have gotten a break from paying their student loans and they've had a break for a few years now. Well, so, well I mean, COVID kind of fucked things up. People yeah. lost their jobs. Well, like... it's weird because like in one, on one hand, like this isn't going to, this, this is good. This is a very, very big deal. And it's it's a huge deal to a lot of people, but it's not going to like immediately change their lives in a practical sense because most of them haven't been paying these student loans back. They just haven't because they haven't had to, you know, but they've had this sword of Damocles hanging above their head of these student loans that well, are like. Ben Shapiro <laughs> is very upset about this. Yes. He, he, uh, uh, Margie Taylor Green's very upset. Yep. Matt Gates. All the Republicans, all the Republican talking heads, they all have something to say. Yeah. They don't really have a uh, – they start off with first with like, why should I pay it back? That's your problem. You know, really, yeah. really go – you know, that's the way to do it. Take something that's very popular and well-received by people and be like, I'm a piece well, of shit. I Jim, don't like things. Jim Jordan tried to do that this morning. He said, why should a machinist in Ohio – pay for an unemployed philosophy major student debt in LA. Classic GOP yeah. trick. Exactly. Play people against each other. Create a fantastical scenario. Of course, the only people but, who go to college are are liberal art professors yeah. while the true salt of the earth, the people that work their dirty jobs that we only know about from that that, yeah, that, the, that fake uh, 
the failed actor who became yeah. a fake working class guy. What's that guy's name? Uh, um, what is this? I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, yeah, the fake, the fake working guy. Yeah, He's like just a failed actor. Yeah. Um, well, I yeah. think what Jim you know, Jordan forgot those are the is... real people. There's, these people understand that life is supposed to be miserable and sucks, and well, that you're supposed to be happy when corporations get all the tax dollars that they're not responsible to pay any taxes, or they could do buybacks, or the billionaires don't have to pay taxes either. They understand that that you know well, it's not about having good health care or steady income or uh, pension. It's knowing that you woke up and worked 16 yeah. hours a day in a sawdust mill. Well, he what he forgot <laughs> is that it's easy to do that when you're talking about uh, people migrating from Central America, because most Americans haven't recently migrated from Central America. And it's easy to do that when you're talking about people on, you know, living in the inner city and on welfare because most Americans probably don't have that experience. But going to college and taking out debt, that's like the experience of a lot of people in Ohio. You know, I think- That's the experience of most Americans in this day of people who- Well, and if not- parents went to college and they didn't have those same bills. I saw someone said that when Mitch Mitch McConnell was bitching about it on, on Twitter and someone- Set, looked up when Mitch McConnell went to school. When Mitch McConnell went to college, to, it was like three hundred bucks to go to college, like for for four Wasn't years. Was like heavily subsidized by the government? Yeah. My dad went to college for free. Yeah. Didn't like basically Reagan as governor in California. Well, basically yeah, end free college in college in California you used to be able to go to any state university for free, and that's not the case anymore. Um, well, thanks to Reagan, right? Was well, under the Reagan? Yeah, I I think I think so. But then most of like it seems like most of almost every out of control thing seems to start during the Reagan years, right? Yeah. Like, well, cost that's because of colleges probably went up. Yeah, what? they they wanted to make it more of a uh, not a user fee, but something like that. Where like, look, if you want to go to college, you can pay for it. And uh, they were they were a hundred percent like that with a lot of things like toll roads and stuff like that. But for other things, they were a lot more like let's all pitch in and pay for it like tax cuts for the rich or stadiums for billionaires all right or... we chipped in for the tax cuts for the rich now help us uh we don't have any money left because you gave it to the rich yeah well it's kind of crazy like... thing about rich people they don't spend it at yeah. least they don't spend it as much on what you think they spend they it afford on. it um the i think a lot of people are really going to benefit this and if and if they don't benefit it from from it personally they're going to have a son or a daughter or someone or they're going to have it's a relative it's just going to make that, things a little bit better for people it's just crazy because at the end of the day it is still a it's kind of a half measure it doesn't go as far as yeah. it should but the joke is that we know we know that this isn't like it's okay it's fine yeah. it's something being done it's it's something that's being done that was not done. Right. Which is great. You know, it's like, you know, people complain about the ACA. So they didn't do much. Well, guess what? There's a whole group of people that had previous conditions that probably have a lot of different. ACA you know, people were really born helped with, me. Yeah. Uh, birth defects, people born with diseases. That Those were considered previous conditions. People don't realize that. Like you had oh, no yeah. control of that. You were born. Oh, I'm sorry. I exist. That you don't want to cover me. Well, guess what? Say that to all the people who have that now uh that's a huge difference 
And this is going to make a huge difference. And the Republicans, though, they act like we are just throwing the farm. Right. Communism is here. We the end of capitalism, end of America as we know it. People are just going to eat avocado toast now. Yeah. People are not good. People don't want to work anymore. And like, well, it's just funny because a lot of these chuds that are saying this are all people who took PP loans. Yep. And then those loans, the irony is those loans were forgiven. Why is yeah. Matt Gates $479,000 PPP loan forgiven? And yeah. some dude who, who's trying to get by gets a $10,000 forgiveness. It's just going to help remove, at least help them out a little bit, you know, save them a couple of maybe a year or two of debt. Well, uh, it's, a Matt real, Gates, it's a ahead. real bizarre thing to argue against. I mean, like student loan debt relief. The people that are against it, they're pretty against it. But like, I think overall, it's a pretty popular, popular notion. You know, I um, mean, like, we, here's the thing: we all pay fucking taxes. Yeah, and th- this is the thing. This is the 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 plain simple truth about the GOP and right wing commentators like Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder, um, Sean Hannity. You see that? audio Sean Hannity like talking having disdain about his workers and saying yeah like, like dude you're gonna have so much of boogers and cum in your coffee Yuck. I hope you like it you, you enjoy your extra creamy coffee yeah fucking he's like like all this like what the hell he's like I, I love these people too they're like well I worked at and I had a summer job and I saved long money for college like no you didn't Probably came from a very well-to-do family. College wasn't as expensive back Not then. Nearly, yeah. And you were able to use your money that you made from Walmart or whatever, or McDonald's, whatever the hell you fucking claim to work, to fuck off and buy beer with your friends and go to yep. Cancun or something while your parents actually paid for your fucking college. And it wasn't as expensive because, I mean, the, the joke is you got guys who were like, like my dad's college was free. Brooklyn, I think he went to Brooklyn right. College, I'm pretty sure could be wrong or queen's college one of those and it was free back then i mean it was, these things were subsidized by the government and you got all these guys like they don't have an argument they don't have a good argument they either come off this is what they do they have two ways of doing it they come off like selfish ghouls where they're like well i pay why yeah you? or they try to do the or three things they they try to do the poor attempt of jim jordan where it's like why should the Dirt bag that works in the mill have to pay for the elite snob latte yeah. drinking snob, and then the other one is this is another tactic. You know they're just going to raise the rates even more. Like it's yeah. just like a doomer response. Like they're just right. going to make it more corrupt, man. You know you're well, screwed either way, brother. You know it's like they don't really have a winning argument. They don't have this, anything. No. They don't have anything though. Yeah, I mean it like is, yeah, let's look. It, it is weird because so many of them, um, so many of them fought for, you know, t- tax breaks for the rich and for d- different like giveaways and stuff. It's just unusual to see them argue against uh, this, which is real, real popular. And it's money going directly back to people. Um, I don't know. It's it, just, again, it, it's like anything, you know, they were against, like they would make these lies about the uh, inflation cap. Or the environmental stuff, yeah. or any of the benefits that came out, they're coming out of the infrastructure bill. They lie about it and they don't have any truth. Or, you know, I'll get into this later, but like, was like Stephen Crowder like tweeted this bullshit saying today that like 
Oh, because like Hobby Lobby wasn't having birth control. It's a right. no fucking fact. If they don't cover it, they took them that literally went to court to make sure they didn't have to cover it. Neil Gorsuch was like the deciding judge or yeah. the lawyer. Or he worked on that case. And and Steve Crowder claimed that, oh, uh, Hobby Lobby covers up the 16 versions of, of uh, birth control. And like people were like, where? Prove it, lying yeah. piece of shit. These guys, all they do is fucking lie, these people. So like, you know, let me pull up White House dot or the white house man yeah, this they, was great they hired like some uh really good uh let me see if i can find it they have a communications director running the white house twitter account who's he's like, like 16 or something i don't know probably in her late 20s 30s clearly hits, yeah. uh, had a handle twitter um so white house the white house twitter account has basically did a thread where they go after every Republican claiming how bad this is. Yeah. And saying, Marjorie Taylor Greene, for our government just to say, okay, your debt is completely forgiven, it's completely unfair. White House, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene had $183,504 PPP loan forgiven. And this was forgiven during the Trump presidency. Right, yeah. Congressman Mike Kelly had a night. Mike Kelly, asking plumbers and carpenters to pay off the loans of Wall Street advisors and lawyers isn't just unfair. It's also bad policy. First of all, how about like teachers, nurses, people who just work in the office? Some people go to college like most and they don't pay well those jobs. Yeah. These are not even good paying jobs and they demand that you have a degree. Congressman Mike Kelly had $987,237 PPP loan forgiven. Almost a million dollars. And this motherfucker is telling people, like, how dare this plebeian get $20,000 or $10,000 forgiven? Like, get the fuck. Matt Gates. Everyone, Matt Gates, everyone knows that I'm a uh, sex trafficker. <laughs> oh, weird tweet Matt Gates put out there. That's crazy. Why would he do that? Hire Gates, everyone knows that in a 60 billion plus European land war, it's always the last three billion that kicks in the door. <laughs> Okay, so he's making like a uh, uh, Ukraine, yeah, doing the yeah. job of Putin for you know spewing anti-Ukrainian, pro-Russia rhetoric. Well, That's some, cool. someone that had mentioned. Someone had mentioned that too. That like for weeks, a lot of Republicans have been saying, "Stop sending money to the Ukrainians. Start sending it to average Americans." And then Biden starts sending money to average Americans, and the Republicans are like, "Well, don't do that either. Don't send money to average Americans." You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, so, Congressman Matt Gates had four hundred eighty-two thousand three hundred twenty-one in PPP loans forgiven. Yeah, yeah, they they have a whole bunch. It's so funny. Dude, these guys are fucking hypocrites. I was saying too. Crowder said something. They were like, he had almost eighty thousand in PPP loans. Yeah. The it's, quartering douchebag online who's half his content was that he was upset he couldn't jerk off the she right. Like literally, like that was his content. He got a PPP loan. I'll give this Tim Pool, my friend on Twitter. Yeah, right. We've engaged in so many conversations on Twitter. Deep into the like, night, yeah. But you know, if uh any big event, he might become the godfather of my son. <laughs> You know, I mean, this, this, who knows? Uh, clearly, I'll be inviting him over for Thanksgiving dinner. Get your son uh, a little beanie to wear. Yeah, <laughs> we'll all wear beanies, you know, because we want, you know, we like our guests to be feel welcome. Right. Yes. 
the mall eat out of our prepper buckets that we bought <laughs> from the, online and throw up on him. <laughs> right. He said he actually was one of the first people who brought the PPP loan. He actually he I guess he didn't take one and he could have and yeah. he, he called out the hypocrisy. And it's a class he is a classic fence sitter move. He is, he is fence sitter move, you know. Got to throw that out there, shake it up like, hey, look at me. I'm not a total right wing. That was it. Okay, so he responded to the thing about the uh, that woman that works for him, where I just made the jokes right. about you date him, and that, he tweeted this unnecessarily long explanation of why yeah. that won't happen. That was really funny. But then he he tweeted out some like anti vaxxer shit, or I wouldn't call it outright anti vaxxer shit. It's more of just yeah. like it's coy. It's like a anti. Um, it's hesitancy. It's yeah, vaccine, it's vaccine hesitancy. hesitancy. That's it's, the perfect, it, yeah. It works in a way of like getting people to doubt vaccines. Right. They're not coming outright, outright saying that they cause autism or they cause this or they cause this. It's more of just like, hey, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? I mean, I'm just a guy. I'm just some dude. Yeah, it's that. pretty, it's a pretty sneaky strategy. So I just said, you know, I I, I mean, I think I have like the real quick yeah yeah well you, you had said something about i said you and the right wing constantly spread misinformation on vaccines and he wrote what did right. i say wrong about vaccines and then uh you sent me a couple of things and you, one of them was i just retweeted the one he sent me back i sent it back to him said once you get your 10th booster punched out on your vax card you get a free yogurt it's right like, <laughs> again i people are like, oh, oh, oh. I'm like i'm pointing out that He's full of shit. Yeah. And then I, there was another one I found where I said, like, yeah, it's, it was like him retweeting some bullshit from Joe Rogan about some disease that's being caused by the, the vaccines yeah. causing in children. It's complete bullshit. And it, it, it kind of stopped there. But right. again, he, you know, he did back to the, to the loans. He was one of the few uh, MAGA people. That yeah hypocritically took one and I, I so i tweeted earlier today too i said all these people oh that he i actually tweeted on his thing i said that uh because he said he said about the loans and i kind of was agreeing with them and i said yeah, yeah. yeah and especially from people who didn't take the virus seriously or said it didn't exist right i'm sorry you should not have to out of out of uh your integrity or whatever you yeah, have yeah. Or, you should not have taken that loan you, the virus was not real it didn't yeah. exist. It yeah. was made up. Why would you take it? Why would you do that? Why would you take this dirty money, this dirty evil COVID money that's made by the evil government? Like, yeah, I don't think like intellectual consistency is really a. Well, the quarter <laughs> like said straight up. He's like, of course I'm going to take it. I'm not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's the most honest thing this fucking guy has said the whole time. Well, this this student loan debt relief is a big deal. It's going to help a lot of people. I think it's kind of um, it's nice to see Biden rack up some like pretty significant legislative accomplishments. It's this is a good time to do it. It's like I mean, we are literally entering the yeah. term elections now. I, I think are all the primaries done now? Um, if not, they're anymore? close. If not, they're. I close. mean, the elections November eighth. We're already at the. It's going to be September next week. Yeah. Um, this was a brilliant move, and oh, the yeah. Republicans, man, they they did they took the bait, man, and they fucking they yeah, fucked it up. They it. he and the best was uh Biden, uh he was like, 
a reporter asked him, it was like, right. was great, like as he's leaving, they asked him something about like the forgive the love, the forgiveness thing. And he, I mean, I could try to find it. Yeah, he had a great, it was just a real quick comeback. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Fair to people who in fact do not own these multi-billion dollar businesses and see why these guys get more effective. What do you think? What about people who pay their loans so trouble to pay their loans and help others don't have? It's like again, okay, so that was a good reaction. And again, it's like my my parent died of cancer, or my wife or her husband, whatever kid died of cancer. So therefore all people should die of cancer. Yeah. Like the fuck it's just not here. a good way. It's not it makes you a shitty person to say stuff yeah. like that, you know. I mean, like, yeah, okay, they made gay marriage legal. There are people who could not get, get married. I'm sure those people are happy if they're right. alive or dead or whatever. I'm sure somewhere in the world they're like, Wow, yeah, we never thought this would happen. You know, there's people, yeah, you know what? They used to be slaves, right? In this country, I'm sure the ghosts they would be happy, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, like. It's, right. it's such a stupid there's a great meme of a train running over people yeah <laughs> and then uh the guy moving the track to make sure the next four people tied on the track don't get killed and the one person's like hey what are you doing those people are like they're supposed to die too yeah it's like ridiculous and it goes again we were talking about this before so i want to make sure the con the the rank constantly contradicts itself because okay yep. a good example is they're always out of the argument, go back to gun control. Their argument is good got the gun. Okay, so every almost every situation where a supposed good guy comes into the picture, there's some that are able to top. Usually those are like the ones where like a guy stops another guy before anything happens. It's usually like in a store robbery. Right. It's, yeah. not, a, it's not a dude running in with a fucking AR-15 shooting up a place. It's usually no. like it's like a look of the draw, like yeah. But there's sometimes there's these incidents. Where there was one like a couple of months, like a month or two ago, where a guy took out a person who shot a bunch of people in the mall. And the argument they make is always like, well, I would say, well, a bunch of people died. They're like, oh, yeah, well, uh, now a bunch of people are, are alive because of the good right. guy. Sure, sure. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, but you know, we could also avoid those guys dying. But right. why doesn't that, that logic not work for other things like, Hey, yeah, those other people struggle to pay those stupid lo uh, loans, predatory loans that they all took. Yeah, maybe as for to make American society better, and and actually probably strengthen our economy because people have more money to right go out, eat, buy things, pay off the loan, pay off other loans, start families. They, yeah, start families, buy homes. Uh, it's like. You know, you got guys like, you know, how come that logic doesn't transfer? What did you say? You had a funny joke, man. You can't forget oh, yeah. joke. Yeah, no, I, gun, what did you say? I said Joe, Joe Biden is the good guy with the check. You know I mean? He's, <laughs> 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 well, Landed it's just as well as it did. Yeah, it's a solid. No, it's a good, no, but it's true. But it is. It's I mean, true. like, this is, you're right. The, the, the analogy is that 
a good guy with a gun can very rarely, maybe sometimes occasionally, can stop a tragedy from happening. The tragedy still shouldn't have been happening or whatever, but like, you know, if you're going to crow about stuff like that, Joe Biden's walking into a pretty shitty situation with predatory lending, a lot of people in debt, and he's going to make, this This will significantly improve people's lives. You know, real specific people improve their lives in real right specific will, ways. The right will say, like, this hurts people of color. But like, actually, no, if anything, this probably helps women of color more, help people of, people of color, it helps them more. Like, this is complete bullshit. They know. Well, and it's not, we're not talking about the federal government having X amount of money and making a choice that it's going to go to these people instead of other people. There's other money for other people. The right is doing the classic, this is redistribution of wealth bullshit. Well, you know what was redistribution of wealth? The tax cuts. Yeah, that is redistribution of wealth. We can still do other things. Do you do you have another group of people that you'd like to get have money go to? Like, let us know. You know, maybe they, maybe we my agree favorite on it. Was that that one I sent you? That I, I oh my god, it's so stupid. We just sent a bunch of money to Kentucky to help people recover from a flood. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. I, I mean, like, there's look, there's plenty of. Texas here in Dallas, there's terrible flooding. They're going to get federal money for that. Nobody's going to like pitch a fit and demand that. I thought they were going to succeed. I thought mm. all these states were succeeding. That's, I don't know. That's... I was like, oh, that was great. Someone, someone right wing, I forgot her name. She's terrible. I see her on Twitter all the time. And she said something about succeeding. And I said, do it. I would love to see you do yeah. it. It would be, go ahead. You know, like all the blue states pretty much pay to subsidize the red states. Like, yeah. come on, like they know, or they just, maybe they don't because they didn't know. We're going to talk about that a little bit about abortion. Well, Most of these people didn't, mm. they're shocked to find out like all the negative, the real negative of taking away this uh, important thing. My favorite um, is when they say, that, can, oh, here it is. Good. What? Well, when they say they're going to succeed, uh, succeed, um, they, they always kind of point out, well, like what food will blue states eat? They forget that the number one food production state in the country is California. Yeah. More food comes yeah. out of there than anywhere else. You know where you know? Idaho potatoes are made? Oregon? California. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, there's, there's a lot of a lot of agriculture comes out of California and a lot of tech and a lot of everything. I mean, it's uh, anyway. Uh, California so, could succeed. Oh, California is one of the rare states that could. California could succeed from the United States, and they would probably be fine. They're probably the only state that could do that, though. Except for like maybe honest. like a military invasion. Well, <laughs> but they could succeed as like if they want to survive as like an economy and like yeah. be a prosperous country, they could probably yes. do it. Yeah, I would agree. All right, here we go. Code of Vets. I grew up in poverty. Oh, this yeah. is this woman. She goes by Code of Vets. Yep. Um, I don't know what her name is. And I guess her name is Code of Vets. Code of Vets. I grew up in poverty. I grew up in the poverty in the mountains of North Carolina. I ate out of a garden, lived in a <laughs> governing house, shopped at yard sales. I joined the Air Force, earned my GI Bill. I attained four degrees and created my own version of the American tree. I'm not responsible for your student debt. It's like, yeah. there's so many levels of like stupid. Like, who do you think paid for that? Yeah. That's ridiculous. The, 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 
Marianne Williamson, fame, uh, member leading yeah. Democratic candidate of yes. 2020. GI Bill is the point. That was the government funding your education, so the rest of us did pay for your education. It's crazy. There's no no person in America is truly self made. Like not not yeah. in a Elliot literal sense. From, Elliot from uh, uh, Internet Today wrote, "Left my ass off." Who do you think paid for you to be able to do that? Yeah, I just remarkable. I just retweeted and I said, "Irony is dead." Mm. These people are either like they're just oblivious. Like you said, yeah, they act like they they live in a vacuum, and they act like they act like they're these same self-made people. Half the time, they usually come from wealth of some sort, or yep. not her. She lived in a garden or something right. like that. She said, eight, 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 eight apple blossoms or whatever." Both her parents were actual gnomes. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David, well, you and... know the cartoon David the gnome. Yeah. It's an actually a documentary about her parents. Tom Bosley. Yeah. It was really sad when they died in the end. Remember yeah, the that was pretty grim. Yeah. Uh, played by Tom Bosley. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mr. C. <laughs> uh, hey. Well, I mean, these. They, it they, is. Like Ben Shapiro scolding people. Dude, this is a little rich kid who was given everything in life. These people, like, the best was Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. Dude, why don't you take a fucking seat? Yeah. You of all people, Lord Fauntleroy. That's pretty remarkable. Uh, especially for I mean, his his look, his family's like lived off of bankruptcy, not paying back loans, yep. tax and never not having paid taxes. Vendors. Yeah. It's well, and this, this is, guy is like, how dare you shit you shit on my heel? Let's try to right. take advantage of the government that me and my father have taken advantage of our whole lives. <laughs> the the Narrative here, though, is kind of interesting because this was a big campaign promise and Biden delivered on it. And he recently had some sneaky, this was kind of the next thing on our list. He he slipped some things into the uh, the bill that he passed last week. Sneaky um, Biden. Yeah, that, that like fixed up some loopholes that the Supreme Court had put into place. Well, one so, of the Supreme, one, you know, Supreme Court went in and did a shock and awe. Yep. Where, well, they did the worst one, which was the abortion. We all saw that coming. But the ones that don't get talked about a lot was one of them to do with the EPA. Right. Super fucked up. Like, we're going to force you to have a baby in a world where air is thicker than. (laughs) God. Well, yeah, you purchase air. We're going to bring back that. We're going to bring back the LA smog from the 80s. Like, come on. What the fuck? Um, So, I guess in the infrastructure bill, the Democrats and I guess I mean you could say Biden, I guess, whatever, but they basically classified greenhouse gas as a fucking like what? Uh what's the what term? Uh not a pollutant. They was yeah. it a pollutant? Yeah. Yeah. They they basically um made it so that the EPA can start enforcing things again. You know, they they basically fixed what the Supreme Court took apart. Um which is real clever, you know, and it's real good. And it's real nice to see the Biden administration start racking up like tangible victories. Like the EPA thing, that, that's not going to change anyone's life overnight. It's going to significantly change their lives over many years, but no one's going to feel that. But they're getting a good mix of kind of long-term things like the EPA, real short-term things like student loan debt relief, and some of those medium things like tax subsidies to buy electric vehicles 
or tax breaks if you buy a new fridge. Oh, that was the other funny thing was, okay, here's the jokes that the right would make. Like, you know, I started a business. I had every right to take loans or whatever. It's like, well, you chose to start a business. Yeah. Now, like you could say like you chose to go to college, but the reality is that we've been told for decades now, and it's true when it came to job, most jobs, they right. require at least a bachelor's degree. Right. Like you have, you need at least four years. And then there's some jobs like teaching that require master degrees oh. and business. And there's business degrees. Doctors need like 12 years of school. Like there's so many like, and they know this, but you know, like uh, starting a business, you didn't have to do that. Right. That was your choice. Like, I well, mean, there's a Good. The the country needs a supply of educated people too. We need nurses. If you want the, if you, I mean, listen. If you want the country to become a fascist hellhole, then of mm. course you want people to be stupid and ignorant. Like right. DeSantis, for example, his little uh, coy bullshit about like the vet. I'm gonna get. Well, I'm gonna get veterans to. You know, I think if these people are, they should get jobs and they should be able to. You know, we we deserve, and I think the wives or husbands that don't know anything, they should get the jobs too. And it's like, it's so sneaky because you're like, you know, some dumb, like dim bulbs are going to be like, yeah, that's really good. He cares about the veterans. (laughs) Like, no, he's destroying the teachers union. He made it impossible in the state for people to want to work as a teacher to have a safe environment for a teacher. And now they need people. So what do you do? You put a bunch of people in there who you could probably give them a bullshit lesson plan that they're not going to question. It's a fascistic move, actually, yeah. what he's doing. I mean, it, it, someone, I posted it. Someone said, like, this shit went on in the 30s in Germany and Italy, where they would put, like, former military people into the, as teachers and fire the, you know, the existing teachers. I mean, this was literally in... Starship Troopers. Yeah, right. I know Starship Troopers is not a documentary. No, but it's a cautionary tale. Based on real existing fascistic models. Yeah. And so the you know, that that was his bullshit. Um I don't know what we're talking about. Well, we had kind of moved on into the greenhouse laws, uh getting stuck into um Biden's recent legislation. They just need to be they need to be smarter about it. I think like it's been weird. Like people have been like, where the hell is Joe Biden? Yeah. Uh, this past like year, it's like, this is uh, like all these, you hear all these horrible stories of like Supreme court's doing this. Right wing's doing this. They're going to take away elections. You know, Santa's putting in all these crazy things. Abbott's putting all these crazy things. What the fuck is Joe Biden? Well, it's like, he's been magooing it the whole time. Well, <laughs> now, you know, like the term magoo, like, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like now, you know, he's been energized by dark brand, the dark branded me. I think this is probably, look, I mean, he's, he is a smart guy himself and he probably, I'm sure is surrounded by smart people. He's not like Trump where he picks, he's going to have like little John, you know, giving him policy advice or anything. Um, but he's going to have, I'm going to have the right. my son-in-law to handle God. the Middle East peace well biden's got good people and this is this is really good timing like a lot of i know we have a couple different topics here that don't seem like they go together but 
you have these big legislative victories. You have these kind of like sweeping orders that he's giving. He gave like a fiery as hell speech tonight where he basically comes out and calls Republicans semi-fascists. And then he, there's some things happening tomorrow. They, they released uh, the Mueller memo from a year or two ago. That oh, kind wait, of, what was this speech he gave today? Was it like a, like a campaign thing? Or I don't think it was a, a campaign thing. I think he was, he was doing some, some perfunctory speech, but within it, he talked about how it was in Maryland because he mentioned Larry Hogan. And he said, look, Larry Hogan's the kind of Republican you can work with. He's honest. I disagree with him on a lot of stuff, but like, you know what you're getting. And he's not like a shitty person, but all these like MAGA uh, Republicans, they're basically fascists, they're anti-democracy, they're anti-people, you know. Um, and that was like a real so power. Guess, uh, yeah, and he's right. Yeah, he's, he's 100% right. right. Uh, well, I, Biden... I... Oh, God. Uh, here we go. Uh, here's a clip. I, well, here's, um, I guess, a heckler screamed oh. out, a MAGA heckler, heckler screamed out, you stole the election. And nice. Biden respond to the heckler by saying, folks, ignorance knows no bounds. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is the... Dark Republican Dark Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. They embrace, embrace political violence. They don't believe in democracy. This is why in this moment, those of you who love this country, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we must be mainstream Republicans. More, yeah. more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. I mean, it's a, I, I, well, well, we can, if you want to listen to the whole thing. the first words of our Constitution. Okay. Now, I, in my beliefs, there, the MAGA Republican is the mainstream Republican. Yeah, I know yeah. it's like this little tactic. It's like, you know, you get those skittish Republicans that don't want to vote for a Democrat, like Charlie Christman's in Florida. It's like, that guy was a Republican, too. Yeah, so I mean, I'll like, say voting for him. Yeah, there's, and, like, there's a decent number of Republicans that voted for Joe Biden last time. I, I know that, you know. There, it is true because they didn't vote down ballot. They voted right. for Biden and then they voted for... That's why it was funny when Republicans were like coming out. They're like, well, if you don't believe the vote's real, then, right. you know, those Republicans that voted for Biden but voted for you, does that mean your vote should be questioned as well? Yeah. You, should, you shouldn't be in, public, in uh, office either then if that's the case. Well, all of these things are kind of like working together in a re in a really good way. You know, I mean, you have uh, the the Mueller uh, memo getting released. You have that affidavit coming out of the, the search warrant for Trump's property is coming out tomorrow. Uh, a redacted version. But they say it's going to contain some stuff that's probably not going to make Trump look great. Um, you have a lot of these things moving in biden's favor and it doesn't just feel like luck i think that's the the good thing is it feels like uh, there's a strategy so so often it doesn't feel like the democrats know what they're doing they're just sort of reacting but this feels like an organized push forward and, I, and I, i'm really 
relieved by it. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, well, I was gonna say, and I feel like we're oh okay so like a good example like by stuff like that i mean he's 100 percent right it's like you see like marjorie taylor green attending like a groipers thing which is literally yeah. nazis like nick fuentes they're proudly attending these things you have like republicans paul ghost are those people attending white nationalist groups yeah you got Tucker carlson on tv using they they oh this is a great thing i heard this last week when i was uh banned from twitter uh, for a week <laughs> being a bad little boy uh just pointing out some historical information about what happens to people who you right. know <laughs> mid espionage in the united states uh so you have like people uh like what do they say the trans question they would say that yeah which is literally nazi shit back in the 30s you know what they would say the jewish question right yeah this is like this isn't even they're not even hiding it you got carrie lake who's running for arizona governor god i hope this fucking psycho does yeah. she literally endorsed a straight up nazi yeah like this dude like outright said shit about jewish people like in a bad way not like right, oh, right. they have good food i like them you know, <laughs> like say something kind of anti-semitic like oh they're good with money but right, no, yeah, yeah. just straight up evil nazi shit and she proudly endorsed him these are psycho people you got so many bad candidates running dr oz is a shitty candidate yep. herschel walker is a shitty candidate Blake Masters is a shitty candidate. Tudor and Dixon. No, yeah. Dr. Oz, whoever's running his campaign, brilliant move. He yeah. went out and attacked people about the, the loans. Great move. Yeah. I'm sure people in Pennsylvania don't aren't gonna in the rust belt in right. Pennsylvania. They, they none of them tried to get retrained. Yeah. Or my favorite was he started to go after uh Fetterman's health. Yeah. Which I knew he would eventually. I was like, when's sure. he gonna go after him? And he said, like, you wouldn't have a stroke if you ate a vegetable <laughs> once, which yeah. is like, okay, that's mean. You're a dick. But yeah. um, how about, like, all your voters? I'm going to look up something. I want to see what is the most popular place that Republicans eat at in this country? Most oh. popular restaurant for Republicans, Republican voters. Let's see. No, 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 no. Come what on. Is... Hold on. I got Salada. <laughs> yeah, Salada. I don't think so. I missed that. <laughs> Red chains versus blue chains. I imagine Cracker Barrel is really high up on the list. I'm not being like, I'm not trying to stereotype. It just has a feeling that Cracker Barrel is probably pretty high up on the list. I saw this this guy on um twitter the other day he said that that most most christians believe that jesus was white because the first time they met him he was a little literal cracker <laughs> like a red communion, chains. like a communion what? wafer yeah like i got you <laughs> that was the best one that was the funniest thing i saw on twitter all week aside from the person ivanka trump said something and someone responded to her go water your mom <laughs> go water your mom jesus christ <laughs> right out of the gate like <laughs> they say that they were like so many pole bears holding her up they think that like 
they buried secrets yeah, like, in her <laughs> in her in her grave. Which who knows? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Top. These are the top chains for Republicans. Yeah. Okay. Applebee's, ninety six percent, ninety three percent. Outback Steakhouse, ninety three percent. Chick Fil A, ninety one percent. Wendy's, White Castle, Yum Brands. Okay. That's They're pizza hot. It would be higher up, but it's not seventy two to twenty eight. Panera Bread, you think that would be more the other way? Yeah, McDonald's, a little more to the red, but but yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think Apple. I mean, Applebee's might have like salad there. Yeah. Come on, come on, Doctor Oz, man, you're really get. You know what? Doc, here's the problem with Doc. This is what Doctor Oz is. Doctor Oz wants to run as Republican, but he is the stereotype of what the Republicans sold, like what they said John Kerry was. Yeah, and exactly. Doctor Oz lives like the st- a 2004 stereotype of a Democrat that the yeah. Republicans tried to sell. And now yep. this guy, I mean, I'm sorry, he's a he's a Hollywood liberal, say liberal, yeah, yeah. like not socially right. or whatever you want to call, it, trying to run as a right winger. Yeah. John Fetterman is a more believable working class looking person, and I would imagine that. There's been people who had strokes at Republicans that probably were in, yeah, be insulted by that. I look, I it's, He's I don't, yeah, I don't think the medical thing's going to hurt Fetterman that much. You know, I mean, like, it's no, not I'm gonna, not worried about that. It's just funny that, like, you know, he tried to, he said the, you know, Doctor, I was trying to take back the crudite thing. He's like, you should eat salad. You wouldn't have stroke. And like I said, he's this was not just some offhand thing. This was like a direct attack. It was a tweet. And it was like, dude, you're probably like insulting your voters. Yeah, or voters you think you're. I, I don't want to paint like Pennsylvania is a big state and it's pretty diverse. Like you've got Pennsylvania, uh, Philly, and Pittsburgh, and then you got a lot of the, you know, the Pennsylvania or whatever in the middle. Well, you, but you need the Democrats basically need everyone in Philly and and uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, come out and vote for them. Yeah. And but the Republicans need all the the yibbles, right? Yahoos and the and the wackadoos that live in the middle of the state to come out and vote for them. Better better hope that like election day doesn't coincide with raccoon season for the hunting permits. You know, <laughs> raccoon hunting season. <laughs> so oh, we're gonna vote, but it's it's not hunting season. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that even I think even Republicans look. I don't. Republicans are going to vote for Doctor Oz. Don't, don't get me wrong. But I think like if you cornered them in a bar after one or two Rolling Rocks, the the Republic- Rolling Rocks <laughs> shitty ass beer. <laughs> after a couple Rolling Rocks, Rolling Rocks into it, and after a, a nice pork roll sandwich or a Philly cheesesteak or whatever, even Republicans would be like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather chill with Fetterman than Dr. Dr. Oz seems like a dick. You know I mean? Like, I think that they'll still yeah, vote for Dr. Oz. Guy but... with 10 to 12 houses telling people to... Right. But, like, I said, I'm talking about how shitty the candidates are. Blake Masters is already trying to back... He's trying oh, to backpedal on his... Abortion no, thing. It, basically, it's on this site, and they scrubbed it. He basically, and this it's great after the abortion thing, like after May, when it leaked that they were going to get real abortion. Yeah, all the Republicans that for years would always claim, like, oh well, you know, if the mother's in threat or yeah. anything like that, and we'll 
you know, we'll consider abortion. But no, man, they went in full in. They were no. like, no, none. We don't care about epitopic. We don't give a shit. You got the 10 year old rape victim has to carry a baby. A woman has to, these are, that's a real thing. Yeah. A woman who has to carry a headless corpse in her body. In Louisiana, until, that's happening today. Yeah. That's happening right now. And yeah. Blake Masters trying to backpedal and claim, no, I never said that. Because he probably saw the poll data. And you know what? That guy, all that guy is, it's just Rick Scott with hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy well, sucks, man. Like, he's just a, what do they call it? Peter Thiel. And then you have like all these other wackadoos, like that lady that beat uh, Liz Shaney. That yeah, one, oh, yeah. I think we about her last week. Mm. My God, what a fucking she looks like a reject from peewee's playhouse like well witchy poo that's what she's what she's witchy poo from lidsville um <laughs> she's uh one of the relatives of sigmund and the sea monster <laughs> she, uh one of she does look like a uh sid and marty croft character you know like <laughs> Like not not a puppet, but like the one right. witches. Like there's always like C. Nelson Riley appears with like a prosthetic nose or something. <laughs> a like, big long nose. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like nineteen seventies Humpty Hump or something, and he's like, yeah. Um, did you see? We I forgot to bring this up last week. I guess Elon Musk attended the par after party, oh, the victory party for her. Because all the Republicans had a big party. Yeah. It's just so funny. It's for this fucking weird lady. And he attended and he told people, like, do not, like, he didn't want anyone Don't to know he was me. Yeah. And they just took pictures with him. It, it leaked online and he, he could, it was really funny. Well, I, this is, was. this is kind of an interest. This actually segues into our next thing. I noticed today, it was around like noon. And I had read in the paper this morning that today is the day Texas enacted its near total abortion ban. You can't really get an abortion in Texas anymore. And they have the fetal heartbeat bill. And that sets up weird things where like if you if the, the fetus has a heartbeat, then you cannot abort it. And that, that's what's going on in Louisiana is this woman has a child, uh, a, a, a fetus that's being born without a skull. There's no no skull to it. And the, it's. it's they're basically forcing this woman to carry this. this it's terminal, thing but it has will a not heartbeat. Live. Yeah, it will not live though. Uh, yeah. Carry this to full term, probably force her to bury it. And this woman they, doesn't it, want an abortion. Like she didn't set out to get an abortion. I mean, she it's more she just sees. Like, yeah, you you need to like. Unfortunately. You know, it's like you you give this woman an abortion, right? So that she takes a break and they try mm -hmm. again. What kind of psychological damage do you think it would do to this, well, this couple that has to carry this literally dead body yeah. to term? Are they going to want to have, like, because if it was spotted early, then it's like, it sucks. And they'll probably, you know, they'll be very upset. But they could do it again, you know. They didn't well, lose like a year of their life. It's and... it's remarkable the the about face they've had on. And you you and I have said before that they're kind of like the dog that that caught the car it was chasing. Now they don't know what to do with it. They have but no they, idea. 
they're running. So around noon today, I noticed like Greg Abbott. He didn't. He hasn't said anything about the abortion. Yeah, it's crazy. Today. None of them are like proud of it. I think, like I said, Ted Cruz said some. I'm trying to see. He Ted he, Cruz uh, did. Uh, he attacked uh, Beto or something about right. partial abortion or some bullshit. But like, Ted Cruz is his own thing. But like Greg Abbott, he's not. He didn't say anything about it. Ken well, yeah, Jackson, Ted, yeah. Greg Abbott's running for governor. Yeah, and he's running against someone who is pro-choice. These and, are all, yeah. These are all people that like. This is what they did. This is this is their thing. That Blake Masters is running away from it. Tudor Dixon in Tudor Dixon said that uh, that the the best thing for a rape victim to do to heal would be to have their rapists carry their rapist fetus. That, that, that's how you <laughs> that's heal. Insane. Uh, that's insane. It's like so, saying like someone who was shot keep the bullet in there right. for two years. Now I like th- this is like always been kind of a weird subject for me because I have like real complicated feelings about it anyway but but one thing that's not at all complicated is how it's none of my business exactly what another person fucking yes. choice and right people they never fucking get it i remember when it happened there was some stupid lady and she was talking about like her baby like was born severely like premature and they're yeah. showing the picture and it's like bravo that's great for you that was your fucking choice well and I'm no one also... said no one said you can't carry that baby. No one yeah. said that. That's the thing. They act like the idea of abortion encroaches on them wanting to have a kid. And it's not at all the case. It's a it's a very bizarre. I guess that's the, maybe not the point, but that's the thing. Is this, it's a very odd topic to talk about. You it's know? a very and, American topic. It doesn't seem to be. From what we I I've saw and and I think you've seen this too. This doesn't go on in other nah, countries like it does really here. Doesn't. This is a uniquely American topic that the right wing corporate right wing have been able to manipulate so they can get very religious people to always vote for them as they put in really shitty yeah. unpopular policies. Because well, that's that's they, they the odd part. Their, what? That's the odd part is that they they saddle these policies with other policies that make make it difficult to have kids. You know, like you would think like, look, if, if I'm let's say I want to reduce the number of abortions in the United States, I would say, here's how you do it. Free prenatal care, free like meal supplements for people who are care. pregnant, free daycare free um like a like a check for the first uh, a check for the kid like they did during covid what about this uh safe sex education yeah best way to make sure there's no abortions is to make sure people are getting knocked up sex ed and free contraceptions how about this too legalized sex work yeah i'm sorry okay there's another one less less sex crazed me i'm (laughs) Less sex starved so, crazy maniacs. I'm not saying that that would solve the problem. No, but these but are sure all. Yeah, these are all ideas. Some good, some maybe okay, some maybe not good. But some these are all ideas. But... Well, these are all ideas that would reduce the number of abortions. They all would, you know, and and put them all together, and you'd probably reduce the number of abortions significantly. Frankly, that's and the joke is, is that you still have abortions be legal. But the numbers go down. I think they said like the numbers of abortions went down under Obama, but it was like because it was those methods we're talking about that were being like where 
they started teaching like they stopped te- i guess they made it that you couldn't teach absent only bullshit anymore because well, and absent only education does not prevent teen pregnancy at all and a lot of times now like honestly if you're if, if you want to find out about sex it's it's 2022 you can go online you know a lot of kids have Watching access to more software so a lot of kids have access to more information so anyway the, the republicans now almost uniformly are fleeing from their position on this and they're gonna it's, start to backpedal i don't know well, if they'll flee 100 but they and it depends on what state i think greg abbott will definitely uh be quiet i'm sure he'll say so this is what i'm sure he'll, he'll stick do. to his he'll guns eventually what he'll stick to his guns eventually you know right but i mean at the debate he'll say some bullshit like they'll get like a cheap applause like i will never not be pro-life or something i think yeah. everyone has a right to be born and it's just a, it's such a um like sneaky devious statement because it's like how do you argue with that yeah like you're basically saying that your opponent wants to kill people kill they're, babies they, yeah. they're anti-life they want to murder people and you're the one that's pro-life like that's why i said like we lost the argument the day we allowed these people to say they yeah. were pro-life because well, it's, it's so ridiculous it's an odd thing because i still it, it's real easy to get tripped up in the terminology because you once you start referring to like whether you refer to something as a fetus or a baby or a child or whatever a lot of times like people will just treat them synonymously, but they don't really unpack the baggage that comes with those words, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a tr- tricky thing. I do think though, you know, I, the I, argument you can make against these pro-life vassals, though, mm. the pro-life, I get here. I am falling for that. Yeah, trap. Right. Forced well, that's what I'm saying. Assholes, it's, yeah. The forced birth assholes will make the argument and say like, Oh, you aborted like the next Gandhi. You aborted the person who <laughs> would solve cancer. Well, guess what? What about all those kids that were shot in schools? Yeah. you don't know they could have been the next like best thing to happen they could have invented like uh, a chip that would save the world or they would have invented we don't know they're dead they were killed by mm-hmm. guns i mean it's just stupid like that their bullshit argument how come it doesn't carry over to like you know yeah gun regulation then that's my other that's why i like they're disingenuous the whole pro-life bullshit because they're not they never were no they were they they didn't want their kids wearing they didn't want kids wearing masks they didn't want them to get vaccinated they they don't give a shit if kids get shot up in school you see those depressed like as school is starting you see those depressing like bulletproof backpacks yeah the mom showing the kid what to do did you see that corner put the backpack in front i'm like oh my you see that thing on the onion where they said that um that kids in keller texas uh teachers started making them use clear backpacks to make sure they weren't sneaking books into school <laughs> that's funny not guns but books. right yeah they want to make sure they're not bringing books into school um right yeah i don't if they I, are it's for the burning right i i don't know where all this is going really but i i do know this i i think this is a winning issue for democrats and i think the winning issue is it's that most most americans probably like 70 75 percent don't want the government doing this 
They it's don't, they don't want it. It's very weird because the Republicans have always been the thing, like, we want government out of your pocketbook, yeah. we want government out of your lives. But if you're taking – if the government is enforcing laws that prevent, yep. uh, you know, reproduction rights, how is that not well, encroaching on your rights? How is that – that's also your privacy too it's because the- – the, the the narrative has always been that, oh, well, only X number of people are raped each year. Only so many pregnancies result in that each year. And, and be, honestly, I guarantee you there would be more rapes caused by this. I know, but it's like th- those are decent arguments to make until, look, this Supreme Court decision just happened like a month ago. And there's already like half a dozen horror stories i'm sure like, there's more we haven't even heard of right but, and uh, they're there's going to continue to be these stories day after day until the election and people don't that's nobody wants to see a 10 year old chased by state marshals over state lines no that's disgusting i just love like christy gnome who said like she was fine with the 10 year old being you know raped yeah. and having, like man when they try to run for a higher office outside of their Yahoo state that they can get right. away with it. Fuck man, that shit's gonna like hit them right in the face. Yeah, and that's that that's... punch him right in the face. Because here's the thing, too, you know, people won't admit it. Trump was able to run in and beat all the Republicans in the primary because he was not viewed as a Republican by the public. Right. And they knew that even though he claimed he was pro-life now, that the guy like donated to like um uh, freaking what do you call it for years? Planned Parenthood, um, yeah. Planned Parenthood and like was pro-choice. I'm sure he paid for many abortions. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, but that's how people were like knew that like that's why they were able to fall for that trap. Well, these people are not going to fall. Like, Ron, they got to try to run Ron DeSantis as well, the next Trump. He's that's our that's our next topic that. is the Ron DeSantis versus Donald Trump showdown. That's so, a ruin. A Bruin, I said. Last week, I told you about like how there was like an interview or something with Don Trump Jr. Yeah, and you could already see the seeds yep. of like, well, Ron DeSantis. You know, my father is independently wealthy. We're not tied to anyone, you know, except Putin right. <laughs> and right. everyone else. But Ron DeSantis, you know, he just doesn't have money. You know, he's got more. You know, he's got his hands out, man. You know, he's uh he's gonna be tied to people with special interests. Not my dad. Because he's yeah. rich, you know, he could do whatever he wants. He has superpowers, and they're already like putting that in there. And right. you're gonna see, like, as the right tries to keep pushing DeSantis or Fox News or whatever. Yeah. First of all, DeSantis, that fucking weird ass picture of him online, where yeah. he's like he's in a either like he has like never had arms before. <laughs> he's in a suit that does not fit him right. He looks so fucking weird. And I was like trying, I found it finally, the Kyle Rittenhouse photo that yeah, I saw. Yeah. It's with him with, uh, what's that woman's name? She's on the Daily Wire. Um, I forgot her name. I don't uh, know her name. She's the, uh, the, she's the, Kanye pushed her. She was the, uh, she's like the black Republican that says like Democrats oh, and KKK uh, members. Candace Owens. Yeah. 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 It was a photo with. And he just I've seen so that. Weird. Yeah. He looks so bizarre. I mean, he is bizarre yeah. looking. He looks like a mutant. And I was like, man, he does. He looks like he could be Ron DeSantis. Yeah. This is like Bastard Son or something. And it's, it's like I did a thing with the three of them, that weird right. photo of Trump where he's standing from the cameras and he just looks like a half centaur. 
Well, he's yeah, he worst like, Pokemon evolution. I've heard Trump stands like that because he wears lifts. That his I heard it's a combination of that and steroids. It could be. I yeah. don't know. That's such an odd. I can't believe that's from wearing lifts. That looks so weird. Like it his does. whole posture is like fucked up. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> weird. I don't know if that photo was altered. The one well, where, like, yeah, go ahead. It could it could have been. I don't know. You see I, that weenie footage of uh, Ron DeSantis say he's gonna throw Anthony Fauci in the yeah, river or something. Right. It's like he called him an elf. Ron DeSantis is like the least intimidating person ever. Ron DeSantis is only five nine. I'm like, <laughs> I think I'm five eight and a half, whatever, but I'm not gonna like right. He's trying to act like he's this big guy and he's gonna pick up Anthony Fauci and throw the 81-year-old man into a river. First of all, I find it fascinating how the right has like demonized this guy. Anthony, it is bizarre. They make it sound like Anthony Fauci made every decision when it came to COVID. Every decision was yeah. made by him, even though Trump Donald, was president. Donald Trump basically pushed him to the side, didn't let him go on TV, basically decided everything that they like pretty much ignored him after the first month. Mm. Um, it's weird. It's crazy how much power. Yeah, the right will make you think that like Anthony Fauci was the most powerful person, like Bobert and Green. Like when we take over Congress, we're gonna we're gonna investigate. Uh, we're gonna have hearings about Fauci, and it's like, what the fuck did this guy do? Like, all he could do was make recommendations, and like, like Trump literally ignored him. Yeah, I think I look if the Rep- I hope the Republicans don't take the House, but if they do. I hope they do shit like this. I hope they call rational people to stand before them and they're just going to look like morons. They're going to look... You know, I, again, though, I think I don't want them to win because I think... Oh, I, day, yeah, obviously I don't. It's bad for the government. We need a functioning government. And oh, yeah, no, I... People are fucking clowns. Mm. They're just clowns, dude. Like, all of them. Like, and they're just getting worse. Like I said, the, that's what I was talking about the candidates before. But, like, so the Ron DeSantis thing... I, I know there's some other stuff brewing with Trump. Yeah. He said he was being interviewed, DeSantis, and he said something about like they asked him if he's talked to him recently, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to say anything." Something like the DSA or something right. will come after me, or I don't know. This is really weird. It was like, "What are you implying here? Like Trump's a criminal or something?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he is, but I mean, first of all, I don't want Trump to run. But like no. I said, I would love to see though Trump just trounce DeSantis in it. Yes. I mean, he would just be like, you're fake. Uh, I'm Don. I'm Don. You're Ron. You're just a, you're the knockoff. He yeah, Trump the chief knockoff. That's the weird thing about the, the Republican party is that Trump won't let anyone else take the spotlight. Well they they can't. They don't have anyone. Yeah. No one likes any of them. No, do I don't think anyone like on a national level. Again, Trump was in Home Alone too. He had yeah, a successful to... reality show. He was fucking selling Pizza Hut. I mean, like he made that dumb book. Ron DeSantis is just some nobody yeah. from Florida. They're trying to like juice this guy out to be like he's this huge threat, and he's just a fascist yeah. douchebag in Florida. I could see, like, honestly, of them, Christy Nome probably's got a better shot than most. I don't know. I, I think 
Trump uh, will destroy so. DeSantis eventually. I just still I don't think, I think there's enough oxygen. I, in the and state I, for honestly, both of them. if I was Trump, let's say if I was Trump and I can't run because you know I'm convicted now. Yeah. Like, you know Trump gets convicted and he can't run for president, even though he. The joke is he thinks that like if he's running for president, he can't be convicted. He could totally be convicted. Yeah. There's no like, but uh, especially before primary, a year before primary. Yeah. Out of here. Um, but. I would, if he, let's say he can't run, I would think he would still come out against DeSantis and say, yeah, like, he stole my act. He's like, yep. I made him who he is. Play that stupid commercial of his about building a wall with his son. That's all Trump's rhetoric and him just repeating it. It's all, yeah. all it's all like he could just say, he would, it'd be funny if he did that. It was like all out of spite. Too. Yeah. Well, that's all spite he, that's it. the reason he does anything is out of spite. Right. So it'd be funny to see him just like, decimate uh you know like there's like something funny i totally forgot oh well yeah well i i think that's coming i think if you want to talk i guess the the, this is coming up on the the last item which is kind of a multi-part item if you want to talk about something this this is what we began with it's this isn't funny per se these are all serious things but um they're odd the first Marjorie Taylor Greene has claimed she's been swatted the last two nights in a row. And I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe A, she's not using the words correctly because like swatting is when you don't know what's going on in the SWAT team is at your house breaking windows and shit. That's swatting. That's like a big, dangerous, serious thing. Bad. What happened to Marjorie Taylor Greene is that the police politely knocked on her door, asked if everything was okay. She said yes, and then they left. That's the the, the, the two giant. Wait, I'm sorry. Things. What? Somebody well, knocked on her door. Well, the yeah, swatting is when someone says there's you know a hostage situation. Yeah, literally, right. literally the SWAT team shows up and like they might kill the person right. too. They do. They have before. Um, yeah. And this is the police got a call saying that like there had been shots fired, someone's dead in the bathtub, blah, blah. And so the police go up to her door, ring the bell. Marjorie Taylor Greene comes to the door and they explain to Marjorie Taylor Greene what happened. And she said, no, everything's fine here. And they said, thank you. And then they went home. That's it. That's not swatting. That's maybe maybe that's filing a police report or filing a false police report and of course she's this is like an anti-trans attack right she's claiming trans none of it makes sense i don't believe any of it and even if it is legitimately true the way she's saying it she's describing it very differently you know it's like it's like if you get an offender bender and you say that you were in a fiery car crash you know it's greatly exaggerated but then it happens again the second night in a row right and you're telling me I mean, that, anything like, this lady does is full of shit she's a lying scumbag she's just a so, liar. like yeah well this is a terrible person again it's like this is the victim of like we're the victims of gerrymandering that's all it is because it's yeah. like this person in a normal democracy this person would never make it into office. Well, you would have one. Like, historically, there's always been one knucklehead. Like, it used to be Gomert, you know, or before that, maybe it was, like, Steve King. Yeah. Like the crazy racist or whatever. And this, the there would always be one, you know. But, um, man, the Republican Party. Well, that's another thing, like, too. Okay, so, like, you know, going back to, like, DeSantis or any of these clowns or even, like, like Beto or something like that. Yeah, yeah. When they... When they run against Beto, runs against Abbott, right? And Beto can 
you know, ride on the success of whatever the Democrats do get yeah. done. And it's like, okay, well, you know, we're putting in like the biggest environmental plan ever done in this country. We're forgiving student loans. We're improving healthcare. We're allowing prescription drugs, yeah, Medicare to Medicaid to part- yep. uh, basically uh, negotiate prices. Negotiate prices on, on the on drugs, which is going to bring the prices down on everything. Uh, and what are you doing? Uh, we made sure a trans kid couldn't play high school sport. Right. Yeah. Uh, we took books out of the library, burned, removed them. Uh, we made a woman um, pretty much die from carrying yeah. a thing that clogged her fallopian tube. Like, it's what are they, wow, those are great accomplishments. Yeah, what it's else? Pretty grim. Well, made we, it easier for people to get guns. We we tried to prevent people from getting their student loans forgiven we tried to- yeah we uh made public schools unsafe during a pandemic uh, uh i think that is their wow, we have a whole list of accomplishments yeah Sad- sadly i think that was their winning issue i think that's why they made all the ground they did recently is they the inconvenience they sold- of the pandemic they what the inconvenience of the yeah, pan- the minor I, I inconveniences legitimately think that the- i think that they Oh, I think you're 100% right. That guy in Virginia would not be governor yep. right now no. if it Young wasn't can... for the mild inconvenience of their of yes. a kid having to wear a mask in school. I think that they they ran that into the ground and and won because of it. And honestly, now nobody that nobody cares about that anymore. They can't no run one... on it because it's not an issue. They still. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing was like, okay, inflation. I guess that's slowly coming down a bit. I guess I don't know, but gas prices have gone down immensely. Yeah. I paid less than I did when I moved here. Yeah. And yeah. gas prices were lower, like we're in the threes or something. And now I'm paying even less. So like, obviously that's not an issue right now. Or I mean, it's just well, so fucking dumb. I mean, so then, yeah, Marjorie Taylor, go ahead. What? Oh, I was going to, I was going to say the next thing was, I was going to do the Bobert MAGA roommate thing, but do you, you have something else about Marjorie Taylor Green? No, I was going to, well, I have something to. Well, we had this conversation. Um, yes. Who do you think is? And I, I don't mean this in like a sexual thing. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you you took it there. I said, <laughs> who is more like attractive and sexy and hot? I don't mean it in a sexual way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who is a more uh, a, a a better person, Marjorie Taylor Green or Lauren? Oh, Bobert? well, okay. I think it depends on what kind of person you are. Who would, who would I rather have as a neighbor? I'd uh, rather, sure, conversation. Okay. I'd rather conversation. I'd rather have Marjorie Taylor Green as a neighbor because I'll bet you her house is pretty well taken care of and her grass is cut. I think if you live next to Lauren Bober, you got her <laughs> fucking kids asshole. Kids on ATVs at kids midnight. On, yep. And the dogs Dad are running loose. Shotgun. And the father. Dad, Dad is himself. in the driveway yeah. with the garage door open, blasting a TV that everyone in the neighborhood could hear. Yep. Yeah. And or he's like really rocking out to like mid seventies sticks or something. Or and Kid Rock. Yes. And Current day Kid Rock. Current he day. always conveniently forgets to zip up his fly. You know when the neighborhood <laughs> girls are around. So I would infinitely rather have Marjorie Taylor Green as a neighbor. If, no, the, you don't have a choice. It's only those two. But, if know, I'm at a, if, I would not have either. If I'm at a like a cocktail party 
and I got to get stuck at a table with someone, I'm going Bobert because I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is a true believer and will talk about politics non But I think I would find Marjorie Taylor Greene very entertaining. I think, though, that I could, if you were, I think you could probably talk to Lauren Bobert about, I don't know, like. Spoiled meat. Which I may I'm like maybe I'm changing my mind here. Um, I don't know. I find Marjorie Taylor Greene would be very. Uh, you could get some real interesting shit. Out of I'd it. rather I hang out with Lauren Bobert. Is uh like a dunce. There's nothing there. I mean, it depends. If you like, you could have like where you just ignore her the whole time, probably. Where you could just ignore her because she's like a good. Yeah, I think Lauren be there with the drool cup and like. <laughs> Well, like Marjorie Taylor Greene would start talking about like Jewish lasers, and I would be right. like, "Tell me more." Tell me more. <laughs> See, I think that would drive Tell me, me crazy. About the Jewish lasers. What did the Jewish lasers do to you? I think I could, um, if I ever got like, like if I was stuck at a table with Marjorie Taylor Greene, I'd get real worked up and like a little sick. And I would keep stomach. telling her that my last name's Israel, <laughs> and she would just ignore it the entire time. Keep... Marjorie Taylor Greene would still keep going, and I would keep reminding her. That like I would say yeah like when I was bar mitzvah I'll keep reminding right. she, she would start, still keep take take imaginary and, phone calls yes Mr Soros of course we'll get right on yeah, oh, yeah I would do that no, uh, is this the top lieutenant from Zog right. Zy- the Zionist organization whatever the hell yeah. I forgot what it stands for uh, but I think uh, if you're stuck orders. if you're stuck with like Lauren Boebert and you have access to a laser pointer you could probably get through if you want her to leave the table you just have to move the light against the wall exactly she's run to right. it. <laughs> you just like flick it on a curtain or so and she'll be like i'll be right back and she just like hurriedly wander away from the table um yeah, and i think true. that you could get a reprieve that way so uh, yeah but Bo- yeah. bobert said that she she was uh she she kind yeah, of said like up. i have it yeah, I have the, the, the tweet that she said. It was a yeah. good one. And that was another one of those tweets where I couldn't respond to initially. Yeah. When I was in the the Twitter band Twitter zone. Jail. Twitter jail. Twitter gulag. All right, here we go. Lauren Bobert, this is from three days ago. A new poll shows that 62% of college Democrats would never share a dorm room with Trump supporters. I bet these are the same kids who like to talk about tolerance and tell people that they're all good vibes. Oh, they're all about good vibes. Now, this is like this talking point was used by the alt right in like 2015, 2016, where they would say, like, oh, there goes the so-called tolerant right. left. Like we're supposed to tolerate the these horrible ideas. Like that's the thing, like and by being against them, that makes us intolerant. Yeah, I mean, like, I, and don't get me wrong, like, liberals can be intolerant, too. Like, um, there was a time when I used to kind of, like, look down on people that enjoyed, like, country music. And now I'm like, that was stupid. And, and there's plenty of decent country music out there. And it's but just I not mean, my thing. Like, you know, if you're spreading, like, Nazi conspiracies, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's a difference. <laughs> I'm not between... going to tolerate, like, someone who says they're okay with, like, a 10 year old girl who's raped have to carry a baby it's so easy to figure out no for no good reason whatsoever if he's a a flying space god or some (laughs) bullshit yeah if i look down on you for eating 
like easy cheese on mm. saltines, that's kind of bullshit of me. But like, if I were to look down on you for saying that, like, you know, gay people should be rounded up, that's good of me. You know, I mean, I, I yeah. should be morally outraged. But... How dare you be intolerant for like that bullshit? Like, as a right winger, I should be allowed to dead name trans people. That's yeah. my right because I'm a right winger. Right. That's my persuasion. It's like, what? The... No, that's not. That's like, it's yeah. and, and it's so crystal clear in my head, like the difference, and and maybe it's not. They know that too, but that's the game that's played. Yeah. It makes well, it impossible to have a conversation that they claim they want to have. Yeah, because you would have to like basically shut your brain off. So I wrote, "Why would anyone want to dorm with someone who is most likely racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, prone to violence, and would sell your belongings to the pawn shop to get their meth?" Yeah. Also, how did the Trump support get in the dorm room <laughs> since being literate is a college requirement? Yeah, I think that's what I did. Like, come on, like this Trump supporters are kind of like, yeah, like come like, on now. How how often does this happen? How how many times does a? I'm sure there's tons of them. But the point I'm sure. Yeah. Is that, I mean, Liberty University exists. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's just I don't know. It's it's it was kind of an odd one. Anyway, the the last thing the, the last thing on our list was this this weirdest health story i read about it again today and i'd read the original story like a month ago or whenever it happened so anyway today i watched a if you video snoring in the background that's my that's Your not cat. me that's my dogs i saw this video today of a woman apologizing for <laughs> so fucked up she was she was saying She's this wealthy old white lady, and she's saying, "Look, I'm not racist. However, I want to put <laughs> However, out there here we go. <laughs> that I have ding, 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 ding. a Twitter parody account that's devoted entirely to making racist jokes." And then she's like, "And I'm not racist." And then, like, the reporters are like, "How could we possibly believe what you're saying when?" <laughs> And then her lawyer gets up there. And anyway, so all of this was stemmed from a party she threw back on Juneteenth in which she she threw a party on Juneteenth that was filled with stereotypical racist uh Were people imagery. like there in blackface? Uh, I don't I don't know. Um I know that she served like uh like Kentucky fried chicken and and she there was like a lot of like Ironic to them, ironically played music and like foods that were traditionally associated with like Southern Black culture and stuff. And they made a they made a joke of of Juneteenth via like all these racist tropes. And the fire department chief of that town took one of his uh, firefighters to the party, and the firefighter this is in happened Rochester. to be Rochester, Rochester yeah. Fire Department. And um, the the firefighter was was black and was obviously greatly offended. And yeah, the fire the fireman that was forced to go, he was pretty much forced to go. It was this, uh, a black guy who works there, and he, he he said, "We shouldn't be here. This is bullshit." Yeah, and it was like this incredibly racist party. Um, I guess the fire the captain retired days after, so the lawsuits yeah. didn't affect him or whatever. Uh, but. I'm trying to find more articles on this. Well, do you know I, the name or no, but I saw it. I saw the the thing. Um and it was it was the weirdest thing cuz I don't know why I don't know why this was um 
being tweeted about it was a reporter from Denver. And he was saying like, wow, this is crazy. There's a lot of. Um, they were handing out racist party bags. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so crazy. But the guy was saying like all these Colorado politicians are suddenly silent now that this video is out. And I could never figure out what the angle was like. What, what does this have? To, this seemed to have nothing to do with Colorado, but apparently there's some link between probably a Republican politician out there. I don't, I don't know. Um, probably wouldn't shock me. Well, in, in Western um, California, Juan uh, had the lawn was decorated with KFC buckets. Oh, Jesus. Rich mom accused of, I mean, it's in the New York Post. Rich mom accused of throwing bigoted party by New York fireman denies being racist then admits blatantly racist tweets. Yeah. <laughs> Wealthy upstate woman accused of throwing at a racist Juneteenth party attempted to defend herself at a press, a bizarre press conference today, insisting the event was meant to mock liberals, not black people. Yeah, I've heard throughout my life, I've heard like racist people say shit on Martin Luther King Day, say like real racist crap about like fried chicken and all that. Yeah. You know what? They weren't mocking liberals. They were just fucking racist. Right. <laughs> like, Mary Nicosia, who is white, set off a firestorm in Rochester, New York, after reportedly decorating her lawn with buckets of KFC for a Juneteenth party where she served Hennessy. Yeah. Black firefighter Gerard Jones finds a notice to sue the city and its fire department early this month because his boss, Catherine Jeffrey Curry, what a weird spell, Crywee? K-R-Y-W-Y. That's not a name. <laughs> That's like uh, somebody losing a Scrabble. Took him to Nicosia's party where he was on duty. Cree faced termination proceedings over the incident, but retired before he can investigate it. Ha <laughs> ha, he retired. You'll <laughs> never catch Moved away in a racist dust storm. I'd like to apologize to the African community and for other people in the community I've heard or offended, Mary said. Yeah, sure. Uh, mm. I'm here to defend myself from false claims of racism. She then stunned the room with her <laughs> subsequent comment. But before I do that, <laughs> this is great. This is where the story goes really funny for all the wrong reasons, yeah, of course. Yeah. Before I do that, in full disclosure, I do have a Twitter parody <laughs> account. It operates under the veil of persona, and I have made blatantly racist comments under that persona, <laughs> she confessed. The name of the – you want to know the name of the, the account? What was it? Uh, Mary Nicosia. That's the name. Of, that's her name. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that's why I was making a joke. That's the name of her, her parody account. It's called Mary yeah, – yeah, yeah, her account's called If I Was Racist. Yeah, and, right. <laughs> which I'm not, but – that's the that's the literary account name. If I was oh. racist, but <laughs> which I'm not, but well, here's some I think... classics from Mary. Uh, so her account was Colonel Nathaniel Sanders. Oh Jesus! Ho ho, homeboy, ROC. Maybe they should post the job as zookeeper. Oh my God! Uh, here's a racist, really racist drawing of a black person. Person that says, I'm not even going to say that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, there's, I, yeah. Some real straight up Colonel Nathaniel Sanders is her. This is like, this is like the member, what was her name? Razzle Khan. Yeah. Razzle Khan. The yeah. Crypto, the, crypto the, rapper. The, the crypto rapper who's like probably going to spend jail, in jail for life, maybe for uh, 
her and her boyfriend or husband or whatever. Mm. It's like that almost. Like it's like another identity. It's like, no, you see, I'm an actual rapper where I have a Twitter account where I'm incredibly racist. <laughs> and here's the thing. The rap, the the Twitter account sometimes takes over me. Right, yeah. Throws up party <laughs> where I, they feel racist. I mean, get the fuck. Who are you trying well, to fool here? I think it is kind of interesting. I, you and I were talking about this before we started recording. And I think that you, you said you felt like kind of maybe the tide was turning or something. And I think that. I think it's true. I think a lot of these, the, I think Trump emboldened a lot of these people to be as horrible as they always were. I mean, but, they but they were so there. Trump yeah. didn't make these people up. They existed. No, but he emboldened them to like come out and be who they are. You know, they, they were a little more open about it, a little more public about it. Um, no, they'll say like, they'll say things <clears throat> that like kind of make it whimsical by using words like woke and so yeah. it doesn't sound as serious. But it's like, right. yeah, you're just saying you're a racist bigot. Like, but these people, uh, some of these people eventually get seen by people outside of their friend group, and it's ugly. It's just like, look, this woman's ugly. I mean, that this this is like a horribly ugly the thing she's like done. trying to distance yourself, himself. He's like, he called her like her stupid friends or something. But like, yeah, you're married to her. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. so sick of that. Like, whole unless he like divorces her tomorrow and like donates all his fucking money. You know what I mean? Like, right. To, like, mean, like, it's just this yeah. is this is ugly, you know. And she's she honestly like you. And this think, is New York. Yeah. This is New York. This right. You know, it's everyone, not like Arkansas, I said, I grew up Texas. in different parts. Let me tell you, I de- I never met more racist people than I did grow up in Long Island. Yeah, I, I saw people walking around with not swastikas. I saw people like that's. I mean, Long Island is not New York City at all. It's like no, anything, it's... it's like a reaction to New York City because it's like it's a white. It exists literally for white flight, yeah. what they call it. But uh, the best is the mom of the two. The mom of two said the racist tweets were all part of the culture of Twitter. Even claiming it was part of its charm, it's unclear what she tweeted and what account she was referencing. Twitter users accused her of posting out of the handle Ho Ho Homeboy ROC, but Nicosia would not say at the press conference if the account was hers. Man, okay, is there any more? I don't know. Well, I hope that guy just like fucking rips into the coal mines. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll I don't know what, like, I mean, it's just disgusting, but this shit exists, man. Yeah. It exists everywhere. It does. You know, like I said, United States has never had a, a never needed to uh, any help to provide racism. No, no it's, it's always so been there. if anything, it's a little known fact that the Nazis in Germany were inspired by like God. the racists in the United States. Well, it is called. I mean, like they always call slavery like America's original sin, and that's real true. I mean, that is the the stain that just won't come out. Um, but they never, they fucked up during the Reconstruction period, and they allowed these people to still to act, to claim that their property was taken away from them, yeah. keeping their racist attitude, and forever using it a century later by putting up those fucking yeah. statues everywhere and saying that like, you know, like you know what I mean? They like they didn't get reformed. The yeah. the like. 
they were able to still have that horrible like racist beliefs and shit like i mean not to say like how do you change it but i don't know there's ways of doing it (laughs) you know it takes it takes many years and maybe generations that's true but they actively go out of their way to make sure that future generations don't learn by attacking trans kids by saying we don't want by removing books from libraries by saying bullshit like we don't like woke things or crt like these are all attempts to continue a racist uh is the word hegemony i don't know that's yeah i think i think that's it um yeah it's to push white supremacy a misbelief of white supremacy what they think white supremacy is well and like all that shit that they do in those schools when they're trying to remove books and like the 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 nonsense about crt what that's all part of it it's all part of it 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 just continues the bigotry that's all it's meant to because you know when they attack colleges and they try like the tyranny of the woke left in colleges oh you mean like your kids learning new things and meeting new people and, and you're afraid that they might distance themselves from their racist parents or relatives like that's you know that's the thing knowledge is i don't know i don't know what to say i mean it's just a continuing disease and they have made every effort over the past decade to really you know they see the culture changing and you know it's like ben shapiro when he's like we gotta make the daily wire be uh, like you know they're producing content right. and no but that's the goal it's like oh yeah no that's true they don't they get you know like i said i was talking about thing with the you know they're freaking out over she hulk it's like <laughs> the character's been like that since the fucking early 80s like that was 40 years ago this character is not new i love it too they act like these things are like they, they did this in the comic of the 70s like it yeah. wasn't woke back then like uh yeah. yeah i don't know i i this is my this is my this is how i truly before we wrap this up yeah, yeah. this is my true belief about this election coming up i unless there's some real fucking chicanery is that the right word yeah I yeah think yeah so. um i think the senate will remain democrat and i think, I think so they'll gain a seat or two hopefully and Congress, my only issue with that is I think this is a math issue. I don't think this has anything to right. do with um, gerrymandering. This is, yeah, and... uh, this is gerrymandering, the census, the fact, you know, Trump fucked with the census. And, you know, it's like, they don't, we don't, we didn't take him serious. Like, a lot of people didn't take him seriously. That census thing is a big fucking yeah, deal. The fact that it happened under his watch, like, all that shit that came out and all the stuff they wanted to do, like, undocumented people and that's all that was yeah. to basically deny representation in area and to so that you get one side because that because they're you're not counting people or you're miscounting people right that means eh, we don't need two congressmen here we only need one uh or you know like you said they break a district up uh they take a blue district split it into four and, they, yeah. and then you don't have an actual representative of that area because they're just sharing sections with red areas right um, they don't have a i think that's how i that's the only reason why they retain congress they'll get congress republicans that's it yeah i think you're right um 
look, the Democrats could still pull it out, but it seems unlikely. So we'll have to kind we'll of see. Wait yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, enough people come out to vote, but like yeah. some areas are just going to be fucking red. But, you know, I hope that, you know, Democrats have to really hammer home the successes that they do. Yeah. The, the like said, legislative successes and the dangers the, the Republicans it's like, present. If they got to get, you know, I wasn't crazy about Charlie Crist winning in Florida. Yeah. I would have preferred Nikki Freed. Yep, me too. I don't live in Florida, though. I'm not going to be voting there. I'm never going to go to Florida again. I don't I don't plan on it. Um, but, you know, he was interviewed and he said something. And all the Republicans freaked out. He said something like he doesn't want the vote. Yeah, of, I saw that. Of the bigots or whatever. <laughs> and he, like, he's not wrong. I mean, yeah. first of all, he he's not going to get their vote. Right, like, oh, they're not gonna. Vote. Yeah, he knows that. He knows he's not gonna get the racist nuts that like DeSantis. Like, he knows that. Yeah. Like, if, I'm sorry, but if like you, if you were on the fence of who you were gonna vote for, and you heard Charlie Chris say, "I don't want your vote if you have hate in your heart and you're a bigot." I have a feeling you probably weren't gonna vote for him again. Right. Yeah. That that wasn't the thing that did it. So. Did you see that nut that came into that uh, parent, uh, what do you call that? The fucking school board meeting? Uh, he was like wearing like a red polo. Yeah, shirt. I did see that. Like, like he sounded like some wrestler and he wanted to like, like he was going to rape people. And yeah. Like, yeah. He was, yeah. That's that, the, uh, he's uh, actually running for Senate. <laughs> God. Well, a lot of them do there uh, come in and, uh, uh, school school boards. I guess that's the, that's the thing I'll finish on is if my if I had one hope for the Democratic Party uh, or for progressives in general, it would be to devote time and money and candidates to those school board races. And yeah, stuff. That's, that's this is about this is an education battle. Like yeah. I said, you know, you know, you still live in the fire pits. In yeah, the fire town of Texas. I'm just joking, it's, but like, you know, we went to my son's school today we're parent teachers you know we're in colorado and we saw like these signs that were just like you know one of them was like this is like, yeah literally said like this is not like we have like no tolerance for hate here like i would uh, yeah i mean that's good i mean that's certainly better than not having those they but... had like a sign about said black lives matter i'm just pointing out like it doesn't make things like uh because the school that we used to go to there was the story about a teacher getting fired because they had something on a yearbook that showed some tolerance yeah and she was she had to leave the school so it's not you know it, it's like it's important that it's important that people learn tolerance and the there's people actively they like it's crazy like why would you want your kid not to like why would you want yeah. your kid to be a piece of shit why would you not want your kid to like um no, I mean, like, what, like, I mean, the people that are getting this person fired, come on, you're fucking racist. Like, what other reason? <laughs> yeah. Teach, this is not the place, and I am a stern believer in that. Well, not because of the messaging, I'm just like that on everything. I just, I think that the more the Democrats put people, run candidates, the better. I, I guess I'll leave it at that. Um, doesn't matter what they're running for, and dog catcher, or school board, or whatever. Uh, I mean, like... What yeah. was the thing Homer ran for? Oh, garbage commissioner or whatever. Yeah, garbage. Well, he anything. Got, uh, Steve Martin fired. He called him old man, whatever. And he's like, I'm only two years older than you. Honestly, like garbage, like 
that's probably, I don't think that's a real position, but like, look, the garbage is going to go somewhere and it often seems to go in poor, depressed, largely persons of color area, you know? Maybe if there was some representation to go, they'd put a little more thought into where they put the garbage, you know? So that Simpsons episode of where Homer runs for garbage commissioner yeah. is the blueprint of the Trump, uh, yeah. uh, Trump campaign in 2016. <laughs> it really was. He's like, yeah. take notes. Watch the episode of Simpsons <laughs> when Homer runs. Take deep notes, Eric. Watch it. Everyone, give, everyone grab a Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing. I'll, I'll, this is my last thing. Um, you know, they. I heard today, I don't know if it's true or not, that one of the things Trump took and kept at Mar-a-Lago that he shouldn't have was that map that he drew on with a Sharpie of the hurricane. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm this sure he just didn't would, want that. That day I was a meteorologist. Yeah. <laughs> I was the weather dominator. Uh, oh, well. All <laughs> right. Real quick, what's the thing that the all the conspiracy nuts say? There's this, they think there's a weather dominator or something? Yeah, I don't, yeah, something like that. No, I don't, it's like, I I forgot the name. I remember this guy told me about it at work. Yeah. He really believed it was a real oh thing. God. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's like, <laughs> that was like literally the plot in the first G.I. Joe cartoon. <laughs> Cobra wanted a weather dominator. Oh, shit. And the thing was that I knew as much as I liked the cartoon, I knew it was not real. Yeah. <laughs> I've... Yeah, I'll have to look it up. I, I'll, I'm not gonna keep you on here, but that is a real conspiracy. They think there's yeah, like a, I believe it. There's another word for it. They think there's like a weather dominator. Well, so anytime there's like a hurricane or like a tornado that causes like, no, it wasn't because of global warming or anything. It's because the c- cobra, the evil. No, probably the right. Yeah, Soros or yeah. something. Cobra, mm-hmm. Cobra Soros. <laughs> Uses right. weather dominator <laughs> to yeah. All right. Well, on that note, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to you still going on about that. Um, please like, comment, share, and if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram YSGO, Facebook YSGO, and Twitter YSGO. Thank you. And have a great day. <laughs>